this morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness, and my name is John. How are you? There's Brady. He's a friend. There's Brett. I keep my distance. And there's Toledo. No comment. Uh, Ready to go for a glorious Wednesday morning. I got to tell you, Phoenix, you're welcome. I mean, not just for the show. (laughs) But it's me. It's me. I'm the one. I've been. I'm the problem. I uh, went to the Suns game last night with my buddy Mark. Uh, I have been a non-fan of this particular lineup. Not necessarily the players, but just the way they're being utilized. It's been hard to watch. They're boring. They lose games like crazy. They're down 22 points. My buddy Mark and I go to a lot of games. I looked at him and I said, hey, third quarter, I'm hungry. Uh, they're down 18. They're not coming back against this team. It's not happening. So I don't care if they do or not. Go over and talk to my buddy Sherry, who works at the Dos Equis Bar. Chat with Sherry. Uh, Zach Ray, Kevin Ray's son, is there with his adorable little friend. He's got a friend who's about three feet tall. Austin or Connor. I don't know. No one pays attention to his name. He's very small. And he's there, and we're patting him on the head. And everybody's complaining about everything. Guys walking by, people screaming, fire Frank Vogel. I look at the TV, and I'm like, they're down 19, Mark. Let's go. We go over to the Arrogant Butcher. It's 9, 9.15 about. We leave. The TVs are on. Go into the Arrogant Butcher, get a snack, sandwich, drink. Sitting there chatting, solving the world's problems. I look over, and I say, Mark, it's a three-point game. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. Suns just cut the lead from 22 to 3 since we left. <laughs> the mother won the game. They, 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 How? They, they outscored him like 35 to 10 in the fourth quarter. They, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I <laughs> season tickets to leave the seats empty. Way to go, Mush. They're available. Uh, so here's the other thing. And here's my, uh, why these kids today don't have a work ethic. We're sitting at the Arrogant Butcher. There's about to be 20,000 people. I don't know if you know where the Arrogant Butcher is. It's right where Footprint Center's plaza is. It's where everyone leaves the arena for the most part. I think like... The other one is on Jefferson, I think. I don't know. And then there's a second that, I don't know which street that is, but it's the back of it, South End. Some people leave that way. Some people leave to the east. But most people pile out of the front directly towards the Arrogant Butcher. Which and is Washington, maybe? Yeah, it's Washington. Yeah. That's Washington. Yeah. So uh, we're sitting in there. We're the only ones in there. There's like two other people in the restaurant. We're at the bar. And uh, people are coming in. Sitting down in the bartender's like, I'm sorry, we're closing up. And this is before the game's over. And I'm looking at this, like, and I said to Mark, I'm like, did you hear her? Yeah. Closing up. All right. I, I watched this bartender last night turn down tips alone, another two or 300 bucks. Just because, yeah, eh, nothing. I want to get out of here. I didn't last night. Like, I'm sitting there like, oh, 
What I wouldn't have given if Tony Romas was sitting right across the street from the Footprint Center. And I'd have just told the cooks, I'm like, look, guys, stay open. I'll make it appetizers only. I'll pour all the drinks out here. We're staying open till till 1030. It's like another 40 minutes. People aren't staying all night long. You can kick them out, too. But take the money just pouring in. I'm like, what is going on, you dumb Give me your apron. I'm so doing the arrogant. job. Oh, this butcher is so arrogant. I told Doug that last night. I told Hopkins. I'm like, how arrogant is this butcher? We'll be fine. Don't worry. We can. T- I watched him. And, and if you're the arrogant butcher, I don't know. Is, it, is that a Fox restaurant? I think so. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Fox. Why are you closing that particular? And, and by the way, Mark and I didn't. That wasn't our first choice. We tried to go to Potbelly. Closed. Ingo's closed. Uh, all, this, all the places around. Phoenix. We're a major metropolitan city. You keep those places open, especially on game night. I get it on a non-game night. Shut her down. Nobody's coming down there. But on game night, on concert nights, leave it open. I asked Mark, asked the bartender, like, are you literally have to close? Oh, no, we're just closing up tonight. We're getting, uh, we, we close at night. On Friday and Saturday, we stay open later. It's like, why? Just, uh, we're supposed to close. Somebody was getting laid last night. That's well, that's all I yeah. could think. She's like, this girl. But there were, you know, everybody's, nobody was saying, like, I'll take it. I'll ta- I'm, I'm going to leave the doors open for a little bit. The manager wasn't like this. When I managed restaurants. <laughs> the manager had already left. Oh, I would get so much heat. And you know you from running one. Yeah. How Porkopolis being where it was, and you see all those people walking by, are you going to sit back and go, no, we close at 9. It's pretty much a, she took us at 9. The game was in the end of the third quarter, and she took us and like, well, we're closing up in a minute, but I'll do one more. Right, we were we were a throw-in. She and I wanted to say, you know, there's about fourteen thousand people that are going to walk by this place right now, and now they're happy. They're wanting drinks. They're a quick stop. It's a you know, it's a Tuesday night. People aren't going to be out till midnight, but maybe avoid traffic, have a coke and a you know thing of fries, and just wait for everything to go. Uh, nope, close. I couldn't believe it. I was. There's going to be a change. It'll be called the angry butcher because yeah. now he has to come back and you know, work the time. It's going to be the yeah. broke butcher if he keeps it up. Yeah. I don't know what you're thinking there. But, um, there I was as the 51 year old man when I was in my 20s. I'd be like, yeah, let's get out of here. But even no, that's not true. If, if I was when I was a bartender, I hated like when people would one couple would come in 10 minutes before we'd close. That was the, a nightmare. But if we were across from an arena and there was a big event as the manager of that place, when I was made a manager of a restaurant, like the, I hated the phone call from the, you know, the big wigs the next day. How'd we do last night? Oh, I don't know, like $4,000. What happened? Well, they shut down at nine and 20,000 people walked by. I'd have gotten canned immediately. I don't think she was doing it to leave. I didn't think she, I think they're just shutting down. I think that's just what they do. Phoenix, you got to stay open late. Game nights, you got to do something. Because the only thing that stays open, or the person that is the uh, you know one or two places that's the go to, right? Get it out there, Sam. Kettle Black after the game. I'll tell you right now, Kettle Black Ainsworth, and that's what the bartender was saying. The guy, these four guys came in and he looked at me and I'm like, I don't know, because they're kicking him out and he goes, We can't have a drink. I'm like, No, they're closed at nine. It's <laughs> he's like, What? And I said, I know. And he goes, I said, Kettle Black up the road. And then the bartender starts kicking in places to go. You can go to this place, Ainsworth's down the road. You can go here. And I'm like, why don't you just let these, this is $100 worth of drinks. Right across the street. These four guys, let them sit down and have a drink. No. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Don't you, I don't understand that. Don't you love money? I'm don't just, you understand? We're the arrogant yeah, I'm, butcher. I'm arrogant. I have my own money. I'm like Mr. Krabs in there. Open up that kitchen. Let's get this done, SpongeBob. Boyo, 
Don't you just love money? <laughs> I would have. I was going crazy. I wanted to work. Last night he cracked open Mr. Krabs. Here's an episode. Oh. Nothing but change. Oh, money. yeah, he's money inside. I've seen that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's the I've first time I've seen that. One. I it's about hilarious, that. by the way. Yeah, when Mr. Krabs breaks, he bleeds money. He's got. He's just loaded with it. But yeah, it's. I just love money. I wanted to work. I go like, where is this ambition? Where is anybody's desire? And then all you hear is like, I don't get paid enough. Oh, I went on a whole old man rant in my brain. What are you bitching about how you don't get paid? It's too hard to make ends meet. Rent's too high. Go! Ah, Brett, these kids today. Yeah, I tell you, back ah, in my day. Back in my day, we'd have stayed open till four in the morning. And we'd have churned our own alcohol. hall. Well, I would have been fermenting all night long to keep the, keep the punters happy. Oh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But yeah, I, I, my love of, of, uh, of money would have superseded the sign on the door that says we close at 9 Monday through Thursday. It, would have, it killed me. It killed me inside. I don't get it. I'd like to say unbelievable, but nowadays that's totally yeah, Well, see, and there you are doing you know, your thing. Exactly, your old man the old man thing. thing. So, yeah. It's so close, though, the downtown Phoenix. What do you mean? Of being a, oh, you know, the great. city where it would be, you know, things still happen after 10 during the week. Right. There's not much. It's Copper Blues, right I mean, I bubble. even said it. I told the guy, I'm like, Copper Blues is awesome. I'm like, their food's good and they'll stay up. And he goes, okay. And I, I was like, that's the closest one. Ainsworth is good. Kettle Black's not. There's a lot of places you can go. But for Christ's sake, they the first thing you see out of the arena is like, nope, we close at 9. I don't get it. And I had a delicious turkey pastrami sandwich. Really good. Like You guys should be serving these. There should be like five bucks after the game with your ticket. Oh, I had a full business plan to make that place. It, it could have. We could have made rent last night, Brady. We could have hit it. We need to read or we open Porkopolis just for game nights with my attitude. And you'd do better than this. We'll only work game nights. And if they win, everybody gets uh, $10 off. If they lose, everybody gets $15 off. Come on in and drink till you can't drink anymore. we got a connection with Waymo so all your drunk asses can go home in a ghost car. It's just perfect. Just line them up. Didn't make sense. There, Mark and I are the only two in the bar. And that guy's face, and he's probably the dude that got booted first was probably in his late 50s. Sorry, we're closing. He looks at me, and I'm like, I know. Can you believe it? He says, where do we go? And I started to puke out answers, and I, I don't get it either. So there you are, sitting on the sidewalk, brown bagging. <laughs> Five other guys. Right. Got a mad dog in yeah. there. Get this city this going, man. This place sucks. But it was, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. But they actually, you're welcome, Phoenix. I made that happen last night with the Suns. I'm convinced. You know, I sit at home, and you change your shirt. Or you're watching your team and stuff, and you're like, oh, this shirt's not working. Or you feel like you have some sort of a cosmic connection to the outcome of a game. Last night I proved that it is me. Uh, that my friend Mark and I have, together, we have season tickets. And uh, us. I have never left a sporting event early like that unless I'm sick. And by the way, last time I did leave because I was sick was against the New York Knicks. And Kim Johnson went off for like 40 points and hit a buzzer beater. And I sat in the apartment across the street and watched it with my tummy ache. I didn't want to sit in there anymore. I thought I was going to throw up. And I left. And the Suns had this comeback and a beautiful buzzer beater. And it was like, without me there, they're more comfortable. I make them uncomfortable. I make them a little nervous. Patrick Marchetti says, so any games you're going to sell for them seats? (laughs) Yeah, no. They have to remain empty, evidently. We buy them and we watch across the street at the soon-to-be-closed arrogant butcher. And I don't mean out of business. I mean, they just close at like 7 o'clock. Everybody's got to get to bed. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was nuts. But yeah, the Suns game was a was crazy. And I mean, you twenty five minutes prior to the end of that game, I'm in a gaggle of people who know basketball very well, talking about like you know this team just doesn't have any personality. There's nothing, and they don't. It was impossible to watch for three quarters, and then the greatest quarter of the season happened. You're like, wow, this is. Something about me. I guess I have to go eat a pastrami sandwich on pretzel bread every fourth quarter to have this team win. I got texts from other friends who weren't at the game going, eh, I don't know why I waste my time with this garbage. This team stinks and blah, blah, blah. And we went, anyway. The coach. If you no, do it, hate the coach. If you do that, you'll be home early every night because Eric and Butcher closes so yeah. early, so you'll be good. And that's why I mean, get it all out of the way. Yeah. And then I go back to the uh, H&H Ranch, and Doug Hopkins is up there. I haven't seen Doug in person for a while. We've talked on the phone because that's what Doug does. He talks on the phone. And then uh, so we, we're sitting there chatting about things. And the next thing you know, we're in some vaccine conversation, and it's 11 o'clock, and I just went right to sleep. <laughs> I, was, I had every intention of going home. You know, Eric and Butcher uh, made me realize how late it was when it was 9 o'clock, and it's like... And I ended up falling asleep. But, yeah, it was uh, we solved a lot of world's problems last night. Without, But the Suns won. It was awesome, too. And fantastic work by KD. Grayson Allen's hitting all the threes. It was fun. But I've not. Uh, it's my fault. He said, we were downtown running our bikes, and there was a line at the Taco Bell Cantina. And they have alcohol, so you can try that. I don't know where that is. I know there's a Mexican place by the light rail that fills up at night because it's the only place you can go. The bartenders like money. Don't you love money? I wanted to say that to the girl. I'm like, don't you, don't you like money? I want to hang out with her now. I want to make friends with that bartender. Not for any reasons that are gross or weird. I just want to hang out with her because I want to be there the first time she goes, it's just so hard to make ends meet. I'm like, oh, f- you. You closed at nine. I watched you turn down $300 in a matter of 15 minutes. That's going to be tough to do, to find out time to be able to hang out with her. Well, she's in bed so early. Yeah. <laughs> she's probably up right now jogging and not making money doing that either. But yeah, if you turn down money, I, I, it's out there. People want to spend. I couldn't. Uh, ah, these goddamn kids, they need ambition and swift kick in the ass. She's probably on her OnlyFans page last night. Oh, she had to get to that. That's that. where she's making that money. Brett, you might be right. She wasn't good enough for that. <laughs> oh, really? No. Okay. She needed the. She, she wouldn't it. be there. Seeing no, some I'm, filters. I'm not saying she was bad. I'm just saying she's not going to pull in a ton on OnlyFans. <laughs> Well, it's better than sitting around here serving you drinks. <laughs> I guess. But then you shouldn't be a bartender, should you? I'm a bartender, but the worst part about it is serving people drinks and taking cash for it. Yuck. I didn't get it. Shut her down. A slew of people trying to... All right. Daddy. God damn. Get your kids today. Just swift kicking the ass. Even if uh, she would have said, I can only do beer. Right. I can't really break we're out doing. the alcohol. All we're doing is beer and appetizers. She okay. made a killing. A killing. One round for all the people that came in had to be $1,000 in sales that she turned away. And it wasn't just her. It wasn't. I'm not. I'm not. The whole place was closing. Nobody was up for keeping it alive. There was a lot of people still there. Nobody was going, hey, give me these tables. Let these guys come in. I'll serve them. I'll cook it. I was a deadbeat. Who wanted to do the least possible amount of work at Tony Roma's. But I loved money. Still do. And if a group of like 20 people came in, I hated them. But I knew the end result. And I was going to get paid for it. I was going to get extra. The guys who hated it more, was they were the kitchen guys. Because they didn't get extra. They got an extra hour cleaning. And they get paid an hour. I got like potentially a tip. But I would tip them extra too at the end. I'm like, look, I'll give you guys some of this. And I would give exemplary service 
and let them know we were about to close, but can't wait. We'll take care of you. Although I hated them. <laughs> hated them with a passion. And if you are a person that goes to a restaurant and... What time do you close? Uh, about 20 minutes. Oh, we made it then. Oh, enjoy your boogers and sandwich because you're going to have it. I won't go unless it's do 45 it. minutes. That is the, that's the key right there. 45 minutes and that's that a quick one. the last Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can, if it's 44, <laughs> I'm yeah, not out. Nope. No. What time do you guys close? Oh, in about 45 minutes. Oh, you know, we'll go somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we're good. Like, nah, I don't think so. Well, we're still got another half hour. That's good, dude. Yeah. I'm out. The girl at the Arrogant Butcher was like, we're closing. And I'm like, oh, geez. And it, uh, normally I would have left, but I thought she was kidding. <laughs> it's nine. There's a game about to let out. You're open until midnight. And then she started turning people away. We knew it. So I told uh, Doug and Joy last night, I'm like, this happened at the Arrogant Butcher. And uh, Joy's like, oh, I sense a rant coming tomorrow. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm storming around the apartment. And then she said no to this. And. It was uh, remarkable. I wanted that money. I want it now. I still want it. Well, somebody got it. And I know the place does really well, so maybe she had a great night pregame, and that's all she cared about. But Man, at Tony They ran out of everything pregame after after that. And I was always worried, too, when I worked at the restaurant that we had shoppers. Did Did you do hire the shoppers, secret shoppers, to do your stuff? Every once in a while. Did you, it, yeah. We, we, I was I mean, always afraid of them, that, that the guy coming in 20 minutes before we closed was hired by the owners to see if I would, you know, and the manager said we were, I, I would always be like, ah, and I would look at the waitress, I'm like, just in case, let's take these knobs, and I would tell the kitchen, I'm like, well, we got somebody just showed up on a Tuesday at 9.45, we got to take it, just in case, this, is, this one feels weird, and sure enough, we had one where my old boss, Bill Osborne, who, again, looked like Gene Wilder, sounded like Jack Nicholson. And then the shopper came back, and they always say, we were greeted at the door by a man with curly hair. They were always rude, curly hair and a big nose, <laughs> like one of those things. Uh, and he called my wife, Toots. <laughs> Sorry, Toots, we're closed. <laughs> the man, I believe he was the manager. <laughs> It was quarter to ten. I reminded the man, you, the sign on the door said you were open till ten, which he, you know, he let out a big sign and said, I guess if you want to push my staff to the limits, we can do that. As you can see, it's a bustling frenzy of activity. <laughs> and so we'd sit him and make him feel like less than, and he just got reamed for it. So every time that happened, I was like, eh, we're not really close. We're awful damn close. It's all the little things, like when you uh, walk in. If even if you're not secret shopping, even being at Porkopolis a couple of times Ugh. and watching people up there at the, whether it's at the bar or whatever. Miss, could you uh, stop drinking the big gulp? And uh, I, I just like a beer. <laughs> what are you doing with a big gulp? Back in your bartender. Yeah, your bartender had a big gulp. Yeah, oh, they're yeah, always like, no, no you can't. You know, it's, it's just simple it's, things. Oh, people don't think, but you're hiring. You know, you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting the. Yeah, come on. Big gold people. When you're done with that phone call, oh, like, that's like the worst. Order. There is not much worse than seeing the person that's supposed to be working on their phone not talking to you. Yeah, right, put it in. And then it's the manager's job to go over and stop it. Right. Put, so I'm going to throw, throw your big gulp out, and you put your phone away. We got people. You can do it later. I'm on my brack. Okay, you work six hours. There's no brack. There, you're not getting a brack tonight. <laughs> they could do a whole series on uh, whatever the insurance where they're teaching the old people stuff. Oh, yeah. You don't have the fingers in the drinks when you're delivering. Don't deliver with a thumb in the drink. If your fingers are wet, those drinks are no good. 
these kids. But yeah, I, I, now I'm armed. What can I get your touch? Now I'm armed with, oh, no, you don't, conversations about how tough it is for young people, how hard it is for them to get by. No, you don't. I watched them turn down $1,000 because they didn't feel like doing anything. I tell you right now, that's not the way it was when I was a boy. And it shouldn't be the way now, but I know, rent's high. Like, it's hard to, it is, it's not fair. Rent is not fair. Trust me. I look at that stuff all the time. It's not fair. So you need to try harder. Especially the ones that, uh, you know, rent started back up because they had a... Right, because they, they had, had a break for a little bit. For a like, Look, now we got to pay that back. I know your student loans are are defeating you and kicking your ass. So I guess you need to f- work harder. Complaining doesn't pay anything. Ah, I could teach you all such a lesson. See me at my seminar this weekend at Arizona Federal Theater. It's called These Damn Kids. <laughs> Why? Why you? Hey, you! Listen. That's what that's what my speech would be called. Listen to me. I'm a D student with half a brain. I did pretty well for myself just because I had a little ambition. But it's so hard now. What's hard when I was a kid, too? Shut the up. (laughs) He told me to shut up. You're right. Somebody has to. (laughs) My dad never did. That's the problem. The Listen to Me seminar canceled. (laughs) Bullying kids. Oh, I bully him to death. (laughs) You dumb little mother. What's wrong with you? Don't you love money? Sorry. I go on. Not a lot you can do, but it's my, it's, you're welcome, sons. I, I'm sorry I've been the albatross that's hovered above you. This, it's going to be an expensive season for you yeah. not seeing any games. I tell you right now, it's going to be rough because <laughs> I don't want to sell the tickets because if there's people in there, I, if I profit, clearly it's going to affect the team. They don't like when I'm there and they don't like when I'm doing well. So a couple empty seats just sitting there in section 103 right on the aisle and, uh, Looks like it's my fault that all this is going sideways. But my, le- I mean, the minute we left the building, they went on a tear. 22 to 4 from our bitch session at the <laughs> Dos Equis Bar to the Arrogant Butcher, which is 300 feet. And, I, yeah, and I went in and I looked at my three-point game. We left the best game ever, maybe of all time, ever. And I swear I've never left a game. There was a game 20 years ago. I, the Suns were down 11 points. I can't remember who they were playing. Barkley was there. I guess it's 30 years ago. And uh, in a minute, they scored 12 points, went on a 12-0 run with fouls and missed, uh, missed foul shots by the other team. And the Suns are knocking everything down. They won the game in the most magnificent fashion I've ever seen. That thing was a foregone conclusion with one minute left. Exactly one minute, down 10. And I'm like, this is it. We should go. But I want to see how this ends. I haven't missed a snap of Steelers football in uh, – Probably 34 years, 33 years. Not, not, well, the only one I missed, I taped because my uncle had the nerve to have his funeral that day. Didn't he check the schedule? How dare you, sir? Piece of <laughs> And I said to my dad, I'm not going to the funeral. You have to, it's your uncle. Why? He's not going to mine. <laughs> I mean, aren't we supposed to be reciprocal here? He, he's checking out of my deal. Uh, I shouldn't have to go to his. Steve was playing the Patriots that day. So I asked uh, if we could move it, and they did. But I still missed a little bit of it. Taped it, watched it from the beginning. I, I watch at the end. You're going, ho, ho, ho! Yeah, okay. let's go, 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 go! <laughs> We're getting into the second quarter here. Those you are nice words. You don't want me checking computer scores in the corner. Keep it moving, Chief. I know. Bob was nice. We all agree. Let's check that box and move on to the heaven thing, and then we're out. I think we're done here. Wait a minute. Fitz yeah. wants to say Does, something. Oh, oh no! What Jesus. is Fitz here for? Does everybody have to say he's nice? 
I assume that's the trend we're getting. Let's just all... Can we have one guy speak for everybody? Bob was nice and move on. Bob was nice. I agree. Next. You with the collar. Say something about God and heaven and let's get out of here. He's not going anywhere. All right. Preheat the oven to 1850. Let's put him in bucket. <laughs> you have no heart. What? He doesn't care anymore. We're wasting everybody's time. We'll have a party tomorrow. Let's just wait and see how the Steelers end up losing that game anyway. But, but, I, but I watch every snap. Uh, they can go. They can be down fifty to three. I'm watching it till the last snap. The Suns. I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving. I'm done. It's crazy. But there it was. Uh, and then I got you know people hounding me for tickets anyway. And I you know I don't know what to do. I had, do I give them away or I hand them? Out? Like not even now. Before on I mean, your way out, did you pass an anti-bullying um, table collecting money for that? No, but there was some. There- they're praying that, and the are they the predators are out in Gilbert. They're doing anti-bullying things when you there's leave? a table set up. You know, like some of these, like I don't know which ones are scams or whatever. It's like young, two young students looks like, and uh, yeah, we're taking direct donations for anti-bullying. <laughs> you're bullying me, and I, I that's yeah. what I said. I go, you're kind of bullying me for <laughs> because that's the second time. <laughs> I got to you. I did have a great moment last night because I hate religious pamphlet people. At the, and we're leaving the Suns game early. And these Asians came over with some weird Asian religion. And the first one, I mean, like it's to, don't laugh yet. <laughs> walk by some walk. weird Asian well, religion. Well, it is. It's some wacky noodles and rice religion. I don't know what See, it was. Right? Yeah, Thank you. That bad? It's what it was. I think that was, it was either a menu or a religion. I'm not sure. <laughs> and I looked at Mark and I looked at him like, no. And we just brush her off immediately. And then like 15 steps later, another. And I see like some sort of a, a crescent moon and a thing. And some guy in a robe, and there's like a sun behind clouds. Completely missed the message. No. We are open until 10 o'clock. <laughs> Good have been, yeah. We get guy to tie number six nine, broccoli right? And like, no, and I just said, get that Shinto out of my face. <laughs> okay. And she didn't budge. Like, I laughed hysterically because oh. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Don't. You think I'm swapping out? You think I'm a target? For whatever it is you're buying into, I think for the high say. I don't know what you're saying. Get that garb. And I called it Shinto, which is hilarious. <laughs> and I, I have no time for those people at all. I walked up to that table. I go, "What kind of scam you're running uh, here?" The, the guy's like, "Whoa!" The bully, whoa. the bully table. Yeah, so you walk up to him. That's well, brave. you can't. Was, you have to because you're walking into the store and it's right up front, like the Girl Scout table. Yeah, you can walk right it's by, right by all interest. of those things and give them a hey, a hearty. You yeah, and then just walk right through. How's the scam working out? Leave me Take alone today. Just get on your phone. Act like you're talking to somebody when you're walking by. Them. Yeah, I do that, that's and like, I also yeah, pretend to speak another language. The French thing is gold because they'll st- <laughs> if you just if you just start talking on your phone or the person they stop. I do that with homeless people. I do that all the time, and my fear again is always that the homeless guy will be bilingual and he'll. You got any money? I'm like, washento vato. Oh. Like, oh, no, he's French. You're going to run into Pierre on the street corner or what? The homeless, he used to do the gondolas in Venice, but he's hit hard times. Yeah, I that Who's, what kind of recruiting numbers are you pulling outside of the Suns game? Hello, prayer. Only takes a couple. What you doing, baby? Trying to sell me on a God that I don't understand? Yeah, a meeting. Yeah, you go ahead and f*** yourself now. (laughs) 
who are you who are you targeting at the I mean it was strong heavy like fresh onto our land accent and then when I told her to get that Shinto out of our face Mark's dying and then she goes okay <laughs> like that was a reason okay bye now and she's probably very nice but don't bug me with that and don't bother me with Jesus either that uh, that dude who runs that uh, he's been chased out thank God. But uh, the loudmouth with the terrible bullhorn that screams at everybody oh, at the yeah. farmer's market. And then he does it down at Suns games. And there's a couple of them. Look, if you if you don't have a good sound system, you're not representing Christ well. Uh, Jesus would have Bose speakers. With, He's going to tell you not to go out of that pig nose speaker. Oh, yeah. No, there's or the, nothing or the worse. bullhorn. No. Next. That, Jesus wouldn't have that bullhorn. Jesus had a good sound system, and if you, it, he's not screaming at me like that. Is it the same guy from back in the day with the cross at wheels? Yes. The guy with cross at wheels was my favorite one because I'm like, you want to do – why are you doing this on Mill Avenue? I'm replicating Jesus' walk. No, you're not. He didn't have wheels. Pull those off. <laughs> and that's plastic around your head. Let's get some real thorns on there. You're not really doing anything other than annoying everyone at the coffee plantation. I'll knock it off. <laughs> Lord Jesus. I'm like, stop. That's another thing I came up with the other day. Uh, and I think it would be hilarious. Um, you know, people have that manger scene. Because my friend in Rochester sent me a picture of the snow on the ground. And across the street from them, they still have some of their Christmas stuff up. I'm like, tell your deadbeat neighbor to pull down Santa. We're, we're talking, you know, it's it's January 15th. Let's knock this down. And he goes, yeah, that guy's nuts. And he goes, they have reindeer all around their nativity scene. And I'm like, yeah, everybody remembers that. It's like Santa's riding a reindeer next to... I'm like, nobody... Ha-. And I said, we should have the Immaculate Conception... And just in in March, just take that Mary that's out there because they never show crowning Mary. They never nobody ever celebrates the birth. So uh, just have Franco Harris laying on top of Mary in March and, and, and recreate the Immaculate Conception. See if anybody gets it. There was one up uh, two nights ago. I think I was walking the dogs with Kirby. Still? And like he, you know what? He hasn't really grown much. He's a lot older now. He should be. Yeah. Been December twenty fifth, but we uh, used to do a bike ride in in December and do a count of nativity oh, yeah. scenes in the. Oh, n- next we're year in the Mecca. I'm going to sell nativity scenes of Mary actually during the birth, sweat and blood all over the place. You know, you'd thought that with the wise men knowing the whole deal that they'd have saved the placenta and that would be in a museum. Some nobody saved a thing, not a blanket from it. Nothing. Did I send you that uh, over Christmas? The the meme that was uh, at a Mori. It's like, Joseph of Arimathea. Oh, you are the father. You are not the father. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah! yeah. <laughs> He's all over it. Yeah. Anyway. Stop selling me Christ when I'm leaving a game where the Suns are down 22. There is no God. If Sacramento comes in here and whips your ass. But they ended up winning. So my dismissal of whatever that Shinto nonsense was... Uh, Whatever that Asian god was, he's he dropped his noodles and started laughing, going, all right, let the Suns win. <laughs> I don't think that's the way. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you've ever had anybody leave a game and go, God, you know what I need? It's a full-on new religion. <laughs> that's what I need after a Suns game. I need a full-on new religion. That's and what it. are you supposed to return? It's just a heads up, hey, we're, uh, we're rocking it every weekend? Yeah, I don't know. Next time I'm saying yes to her. Yeah, take me to wherever we go. Where, what, what kind of? Strange smelling temple are you going to walk me into? Because I know it's not going to smell good to me at first. It's going to be weird. It's that that ranch market that used to be that uh, Asian supermarket. Uh, There's nothing about that place that smelled good. Like Lily's. Yeah, I have a feeling your church is going to smell like, yeah. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna smell like uh, like some sort of weird burning leaf and fish. And I know that I'm just gonna take some getting used to. Eh, no. I can't understand you now. You think it's gonna get easier? They're not recruiting anyone. They got zero. I bet you they get back in a call. How many you get? Zero. How many you? I get zero too. <laughs> this is not a place for you guys. Nobody's leaving a Suns game going. I want a new Asian religion. In my, I want that. It's not a thing. <laughs> Next time I'm getting in the van with them and we're going, we're going to have some noodles and some of those weird. They're not tortilla chips. I don't know what they make them out of. They're shaped like. Tortilla oh chips, yeah, but they're not. Yeah. yeah, they crumble in your hands. You can't really dip them in anything. Wontons. Yeah, are they kind of? They're kind of. They're too soft to be chips that you like. They're more. Crumbled up. Yeah. yeah. They crumple the, up. You try to dip them in, the, in that the Chinese red, nachos. That, yeah. That's and the right. Chinese ketchup. Yeah, yeah, and you put it in the Chinese ketchup. None of us know what it's called, but yeah. The real... The, it's, it's the fried sour, it? It's that... It's the... It's the pus blood color of yeah. whatever you dip it in, but it dies in it. So take me there and we'll... But I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, what are you going to do? Sorry. I go on. If you're a big believer of... Whatever religion that is, I'm, I'm not really that sorry that I've offended you. I don't care. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know where you're hanging out. What are you listening to this show for? Why don't you go worship Chang or whoever. I don't know who you're talking to. Chang. I don't know what he is. I don't know what that lady said. Two of them. Let's go to Sanskans and win over, people. <laughs> nah, it's not going to work. I could have told you it's a bad plan. You guys need to go to a Joe Coy show. Now that, you'll start pulling in Kill some. Kill it. You'll yeah, start P.F. Chang, excuse me, get <laughs> yeah, out of the way. You're going to get some recruits over there. Yeah, P.F. Chang's maybe even after a good meal. You're like, oh, that was great. What else does this culture offer? <laughs> oh, yeah, God, Jesus Christ. God for Anna Shinto. Okay, let's take a look. But that time, sure, that's not working out at the Suns game. Get a couple of those 10-man dragons walking around yeah. outside. <laughs> yeah, start putting on a that show. cool. <laughs> Man, I think more bend in Jesus Christ for what was going on over there. That dragon's neat. I would rather worship the dude that freestyles rap at the end of the... He's amazing. He's I was going to say, so on one corner you have uh, the guy with the bad PA yelling yeah. about Jesus. That's the other going guy, in. You got MC Hammer over here doing his thing or what? That's going out. So Jesus bothers you on the way in. Okay. And then the rapper who freestyles, he's great. He's at the stoplight of Washington and Diana Taurasi Way, and that's on the way out. But then in between the door and that is usually some some Asian people for for their God. Then there's a couple in between uh, the Chase Field going down Washington. Oh, yeah, you got a few on that road, road, yeah. You got Lionel Richie. <laughs> that guy's awesome. And then the sax player who yeah. still has not gotten any better in the 30 years he's been playing sax on the streets. He still just plays a little Chuck Mangione and then... Uh, that's it. I think that's the only song. Oh, he does. He does the uh, "Proud to Be in America" thing, the Lee Greenwood, but it's bad. <laughs> There's a lady with a violin out there once. I've not seen her back. Uh, probably got sucked up by that Chinese religion. She's just shouting out something in in crazy language. I, you're talking funny. <laughs> I don't know what you're. I, you you lost a bet. Let's get ourselves a wake up song. Now that I've discovered this new religion, this is my last day taking it on the streets. Uh, let's get a good one. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98 KUPD. Glorious. 
glorious Wednesday, short week, which is good. It gets you through quicker. We're uh, on Wednesday time. I mean, we're a week away from the beer thing. That's next Wednesday, right? 24th. Yeah, 24th. That is seven days away. You can go get the Holmberg Bound. You can get it anytime you want right now, but you can go get your gift if you pre-ordered there at 98kupd.com last week. But you can still have a party with us and hang out. Uh, my friend Richard, he's you got to explain a lot to Richard, was asking me on uh, Monday, is I want to go to your uh, beer thing, but it says it's sold out. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's just the, the pint pre-order. glasses. The pre-order sold out. You can go to that, help out. The uh, Humane Society, who, by the way, had a massive win yesterday with the, uh, the new laws that are firmly in place. It's a wild disappointment uh, that we all should feel a little bit of guilt for that none of us knew. We just assumed that uh, that wretched, I wanted to, I almost said the, the girl vagina T word, uh, that wretched woman, and I use that loosely, uh, that McLaughlin lady up there in Chandler that was abusing all those animals. There weren't laws in place to destroy her after, so she's loaded with misdemeanors and everything else, but the Humane Society and everything went uh, gangbusters since then, and they built such a massive case, and everybody was all over the Humane Society saying, give those dogs back to the people. I mean, they weren't wrong, and a lot of bad things happened, and a lot of things got sideways, but basically they they used that horrible case, put a little silver lining on it out there in Chandler, and changed the way it's done. Unfortunately, we need laws to tell people not to abuse animals. Unfortunately, we're not a good enough species to understand that starving animals and not giving them medicine and putting them in horrible situations. And that lady should be in trouble for elder abuse, too, because there was an old lady in that house that you can barely breathe. When that, 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 that bitch should be in jail for a long, long, long time. And unfortunately, we had to scramble to find ways to get her in there. So she's been indicted, but... There are laws on... Um, yeah. Children, kids, all of it. It should be a living, you know, and you animals. Know I, I, maybe those laws on the kids thing, we don't know, might be some loopholes that we just assumed were there because it's common sense to us normal folk. But congratulations to our friends at Humane Society because they worked real hard. They caught a lot of grief from a lot of people about the way they handled it. And I'm sure they made some missteps along the way. But in the end, uh, their hard work turned out to be a pretty good deal for us going forward. Uh, making sure that the assholes that walk amongst us, like that April McLaughlin lady, uh, face massive consequences when what they do gets discovered. So I'm a big fan of the Humane Society. I defended them a lot during that time because there were some mistakes. But we all do that. We all goof up when we're trying to do the right thing. Sometimes we step in the wrong thing, and you got to explain your way out of it. It doesn't mean that they weren't full-fledged trying. And that story, if you even have the guts to read what was going on? Oof. It turns you. And that person doesn't need to be around us. She doesn't need to be in and amongst society. It's a society. We're, try- we're trying to be a society. She ain't fitting in. Let's get her out. She's a horrible person. And then to try to get those dogs back. Oh, so that's big part I don't get. Yeah. So we'll have a celebration. We'll tip some Homburg bound next week over at Four Peaks with our friends from the Humane Society, uh, because that was a a lot of work and a lot of grief and a lot of slack and a lot of people going on their Facebook page and their Instagram and all their stuff and crushing them because you know they didn't step in and do anything about it, but they had one option. They got all those animals and that's try to make the most of it. And they did. Give them, some, give them some space. Give them some slack. Because in the end, it turned into new laws that... And I hate that we need those laws. I'm a Mike Tomlin guy. I don't have a lot of rules. 
More rules means more things you can do wrong. Just don't be that guy. <laughs> you know when, you, when you're being an F-up. And you do. Own your F-ups and don't do them. You always know. So that works. Uh, so nice job. See you next Wednesday is what I'm saying. Uh, January 24, 6 o'clock, Four Peaks. We'll get some Holmberg Bound going. Get that delicious thing happening and help out the Humane Society even more. Brett, you're going to like this. I got an email yeah. from a guy that says, and I like when they start with a subject line that says, don't say my name. Okay. Uh, it says, hey, Holmberg, uh, I'm currently having a relationship with a person at my work. And it just sort of happened. We've sat next to each other for a while, flirted, did whatever, and she's just great. She also used to be a man. <laughs> Stop it, Brett. Sorry. It's the new world. you got to get used to it. Shut up. I'm sticking with the old you world. shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, it has been a relationship. She now wants to go public about it, and I'm not sure if I'm willing to do that. I have feelings, no question. Is it love? Not sure yet. I didn't know if I could go through with this when it started, and then it just started to happen more and more. I know you guys are going to tease me, and I think half of me wants to hear what Brett has to say to normalize this. <laughs> uh, by the way, just so you know, the sex is amazing. She still has a man's sexual tendencies and brain. She is always up for it. She knows how much I love the oral because she used to. Uh, here's some more good stuff. No periods. She's hot. I'm 46. She's 33. Here's the big part. I've got teen boys. Uh, my life feels crazy, and I need you guys to help sort it out. I'll leave this one up to Brett. <laughs> Why do people email us? This I, stuff? I don't know. They can't ignore it. So, so the breakdown. It's less of a "What would Brady do?" and more of a "Holy Christ, what's going on?" Maybe it makes him feel bigger because he's bottoming out. Yeah, he's bottoming out there. Maybe we had a friend that went through that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but for the person, he didn't I, know though. I, I he know. bottomed out. And he's like, "Damn, boom, boom!" And then I'm she huge. hit him up with "That's an inverted," and he's like, "Oh, I didn't know. That felt great." The the person that transitioned mm -hmm. isn't the um, goal basically that they're now uh, a, woman. a woman. Yeah. So the transition, you don't even want to. You're, you're just a woman. But the good dude people knows. Moving forward, but you of all people know. I know that I'm, if you I'm and I are as far as look, coming out twenty something years hanging out together, right? Right. Get along pretty well. It's a pretty nice situation. Next thing you know, I got a set of cans and a brand new honey hole. I got hair, and you're like, not bad. And we're laughing and having fun one night. Like, I let him, like, I'm into you. <laughs> and you're like, ah, think about it, Brady. Uh, 20 something years, we could think about the fun we could have. Uh, we could play some pickleball. I'll give you a run for your money. We're going to have some fun. Racquetball, we'll be running around golfing. And then I'm going to blow you. I'm sorry, as much as you want to <laughs> right. be in the public. I just don't We got to keep this on the down. There road. you go. So, you're saying, as much as I think, hey, I'm a woman now, deep down in your brain, you're like, nobody needs to know about this. So, there's still a stigma on your end of knowing. Now, if you didn't know. Let's just enjoy each other. Right. If you didn't know, and like she watches Sports Center, it's like something about Mary. That was the whole appeal of that, is like Cameron Diaz looked the way she looked and still like liked football. But, you know, it was a little annoying that they pushed. But you're like, she's a guy. It's like she's got a, She thinks like a dude. She's funny. She, you know. Kind of like what we all want is like a girl who gets our logic instead of their nonsense. That's what a dude would have. Brent, 
I'll leave it to you. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. And me personally, I just don't. Knowing what I know, I just don't think I could. I don't think I could rise to the occasion. <laughs> yeah. Here's a tough thing. You're, but you're, you already have. I, I know. So, a I lot. mean, in that case, it, he seems to be all right with it. Yeah. So He is, but the tough thing, when, when you bring well, the your friends find into out. it, That's the thing. you bring the, you know, you have that responsibility. And, boys. you know, man, as much as you say, oh, the team boys need to accept that, they could accept yeah. it. But the the life that they're going to have on their harassing could be But why does everybody have tough. To? But that's the thing. Everybody's, your dad, once it gets found out. Yeah. It's going to get found out. Yeah, you think so. I couldn't do it. Nobody ever. I, I don't. It's I, a tough road to. Uh, to I wonder go how. Down. It's not true when people just say, "I just want you to be happy." Yeah, no, you know, you just want to make sure that you're not embarrassed. Like the deep down, we all just want somebody to be happy, so long as it doesn't embarrass me. Like if this makes you like if you know if, if any of our chicks decided to, you know, be wild lesbians and just dismiss the lifestyle. <laughs> right, Toledo's <laughs> wife did. I forgot. It's embarrassing, and he still catches a little heat for it. He pushed a lady off the edge. I mean, he pushed a lady over to another guy, and she said, "Yeah, in his defense, in his defense, there was a buffer man. (laughs) Like it might not have been. He definitely started the engine and got it primed up a little. It was running. It was idling, and then the other dude put it in drive and took off. (laughs) He blew the motor up. (laughs) We got a guy down the hall. I just found out. I'm not saying who." But he might be a catalyst for a woman. Could have been in the equation. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So, it, it, you and you would say, like, I really care about you. I want you to be happy. And then you got to go tell your friends, yeah, just, you know, she's happy now. She loves, she hates, uh, do, you would just give him a bunch of crap. Like, it's a thing you tease the guy for. So, you got to live with that. Uh, if, if like, you know, I got to hand it to Kris Jenner. She, uh, everybody mm. kind of understood, though. Like, everybody You're hates her. Out she's an awful person. She didn't like she it. She very like, upset yeah. and taken back. And she divorced him. Yep. But I mean, she didn't get like you. You can divorce him, but she doesn't catch the heat to going. You're so awful. You made a guy cut his dick off. Like she doesn't get the jokes. Like she's still thriving. Like it didn't affect her. People don't see that first. She's still the uh, matriarch of the uh, family Instagram. To me, I just think a bachelor party where it's like, "Uh, my name is Tim, and I also (laughs) rebuild uh, BMW transmissions. But there's another thing, though. I mean. If you truly wanted somebody to be happy, if Brett came in here and said, look, uh, I met this girl. She's into, like, auto parts. <laughs> We're working on some engines together, and the next thing you know, I'm doing it. I'm like, it's been Huge great. Suicide and I fan. say to you, I just want you to be happy. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's one more thing. Used to be uh, Kevin worked with him over there First at the First of all, RV I would shop. never say that. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? You don't want to do uh, car work with Another her? dude? No. No, well, be a girl. Me. It's still a dude. If a girl works on cars, she's a guy. Huh? No, okay. no. I thought you were saying if no, she no. got changed, like you didn't know. Problem. Like this girl's really good with car, and you well, guys you are, don't most, know. You don't know. You're but hauling, like, but most you do. Knows. That's the thing. But but you know, we don't know. And then you know, you kind of nah, fall. Still, you're, you're, still you're working on stuff with. It's a tranny. She's good with trannies. That's nah, still. And dude. she's in the car thing, and then all right. Nah. So you just no matter how hot or fun to me, still dude. I'm with you. I'm not because. I might as well just bang a real dude and, and get the two male income like you talk about with Michael and Troy. Yeah, she definitely takes the 30% cut yeah. in the garage. She's not making as much at Tony's Automotive as you are. I don't know. Yeah. A couple of cans might be nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a different world. We're going to start. Would, here, this, you know what this is a question for? Uh, the next version of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Whoever, whoever takes our chairs in five years. 
that's or whatever. Like whenever that it, that's for the future generation of of talk shows. Don't do this to us. We're not. Brady's way past this. He's in that time, and I don't want it to change. And I'm close. And Brett's probably always been that oh, way. Yeah. It's too hard. It's too many questions. I don't understand. And put myself in those shoes. I try to be as like, what would I do? I don't. I don't. I mean, know. if Brett would make that move, I'm dude. still. Yeah, I'm still. Uh, I I got to accept it, and that you know. And oh, that's he's never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, but he has to understand that, yes, there would be, we're going to have some yeah. fun. Cause it it is doesn't different... change how I feel about Brett, yeah. that he's into trannies. <laughs> but it, he's never going to hear the end of it. Ever. Hilarious. I, would, I wouldn't he, blame if, you. Yeah. yeah. But and if he and said, that would be the fun of it. That's, it off or whatever, because that's, that's the way thing, we express that we care about it. I think that's why that guy said, I think you guys are going to tear me apart. It's because he wants a buddy group to kind of give him, you're all right. You're still in the mix. And isn't this walking on? You know, potato chips kind of lifestyle. Like, ooh, don't talk about this guy's new life. Like, he you wants do you, pal. Yeah, I just. Yeah. But me, I just can't. I just not wired that way. No, it's still a dude down deep down to me. Kind of. Maybe kind of. No, it's not anymore. It's still born, born with a dude just because it doesn't have a crank. <laughs> right. That's, that's enough, really. I mean, the <laughs> surgery's so good. If you couldn't tell. They are getting good at it. Yeah, they're getting real good at it. <laughs> you guys know what the hell's going on. Seen a few photos. The internet is a very I don't know vast, if they're real rich or place. Not, yeah, you can learn a lot. But I failed that test when they say, <laughs> "Oh, I failed it." You know, you have I used ten to do people. It. The photos. Twenty five years ago, Maury used to do his New Year's Eve show. Maury Povich. All right, and he'd bring out transvestites and him or her. You didn't know. And I'd be like, "Oh, that's definitely a dude." Adam's apple thing. It was a girl. I'm like, oh, and then the hottest one was always Asian and short and just amazing and it was always a fella and maury had no problem going ah it's got one uh, he uh, back then you could you could like make fun of it a little bit not anymore maury povich's show is insensitive now but it was a fun game and it lasted an hour on his new year's eve shows just guessing if it was a girl or a boy what would would you fall for it he's 85 today maury, maury povich is wow. oh, how about that well <laughs> thanks for all the entertainment maury <laughs> let's ask 85 year old maury povich what he would do and then there are the people who are like, love is love. And I don't believe those people actually mean it. I think if it's, if it's so long as it's not in their house, everything's accepting. But the second it comes up, you know, it's like the old, uh, what was it, the, the Dick Cheney thing. And he hated gays like crazy and found out his daughter was gay and then it was changing. Uh, Goldwater was anti-gay this, anti-gay that. This is the way it is this way. And then his grandson was super duper gay. And then in the later years, he changed. It's like, oh, it's in my house now. I have to be different. And now I understand it. I was at a Halloween party with over at Goldwater's kid. Yeah. Yeah. And Barry was there. Who was kid? he dressed as? Barry, uh, his uh, grandson was. Hi. Incredible homosexual. Oh, really? Yeah. But uh, was he a crossdresser or just. just no, no, no I think he was just incredibly gay. Oh. But that was now we say, oh, but back when Barry Goldwater, yeah, you know, right. Barry Goldwater in the Interior 60s was designer. Like, this is out. Like. And then you'd interview him later in life. He's like, well, you know, people care about their lives. And you, it's because it touched you. You were big mouth about it until you had to feel it. So I, I, you know, I have to wonder, you know, if I'm traversing this earth on my own and can't find love and find somebody I have a lot in common with, seems to think like me, and wants to do it all the time and 
check out the game and she understands what an illegal procedure penalty is and I don't have to explain that. <laughs> wow, this chick's getting it, man. This is great. I guess we need to see pictures of this. Yeah, and that's Just the dude. other thing. As long as it doesn't look too dudish. Some pictures of them. Yeah, it has to be a good G. Toledo at 98 Don't give me one of those things where you're like, well, Christ, what was that guy thinking? Because me, when I hear that, I just think of uh, I just think of like RuPaul and stuff like that. No, you go you go crazy. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you go full makeup and oh. yeah. That's well, what he's takes. saying that she's hot or yeah. he's hot or whatever. So you're saying RuPaul might be you find her attractive? No, there's a few. No, definitely not RuPaul. That dude's bigger than I am. No, that's yeah. That's, I mean, that fellow's large and without the makeup. Yeah, I don't. And the one guy just said, "Come on, gay." Like maybe <laughs> that was his email to me. Come on, gay. <laughs> uh, the Asian lady boys are tough to figure out before surgeries. And that's Jason's point. No, that's true too. I don't know. Stop emailing us with these things. We don't know. We're normal. <laughs> you guys are nuts. Every day I come to work, yeah, I, I don't realize how much normal oh, I am. Oh, you're fine. These emails. Yeah, like, you're, wow, you're, really? life isn't so bad. Yeah, I, where do you th- what do you think about it? Mm. I have to see how it looks. I think about the, uh, I mean, the media when he said that the kids in the involved or the team boys, they're his, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But here's his. the thing, though. I mean, just I mean, you're going to have to, you know, it. it look, they're going to have to accept that if Dad's if that's happy, you want to go down that route, and this is what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Why are you placing like if you're somebody like oh, I'm against this, so you can't have it. You know, that's not right. If my dad was with a fella, <laughs> there's a transition I'd period, just though. tease him constantly, and I'd be like, this is ridiculous. And I would give him grief all the time. But like, you go do your thing. I'm just going to tease you. It doesn't mean I think any less of you. Yeah. I just, I'm going to have a tough time with this for a little bit. But if, you know, you can tease him, but maybe uh, whoever his partner is. Right. Doesn't like that. Oh no, I'm teasing that. Yeah. Point two. <laughs> that one's going to get a good, a good. There'll, be a, there'll good, be a little fallout there. Be a nice tongue lashing from the boy. Not, oh, the, oh, not the way he on. wants. Not the way he wants. Johnny Kicks would like that. <laughs> but if my dad brought a twink lover to the house, like he's coming to town this week, and if it was, I would, it would be the end of him. I would tease him nonstop. Oh, you were worried about me being gay because you were worried about your like the whole time. Now, what about this? If you know, all of a sudden, all right, I'm in. I'm going for it. This guy. And a year later, he's like, you know what? Complete face. Boys, I'm out. But what's I'm, the face? I'm not doing it. It's still a chick. Well, like, yeah. Visually. Do you remember? When well, you... visually, yeah. But that's the thing. He's not You're like... Gonna... <laughs> it looks the same as all the rest of them. He just knows a secret. I don't know. Well, that's just it, though. Isn't he talking about, like, telling people? Or is this... Yeah, he wants he to just... make it public. Well, well no, that's, that's, that's But he doesn't it. want to make her transition public. But people know about it. Oh, I, mean, I thought it was right. the transition. No, no, no. It makes their make relationship public. public. And I'm pretty sure, from what I gathered in that, that at work, this transition happened in front of everybody. I'm leaving work. Yeah, I don't think I... St- <laughs> I'm getting a new job. <laughs> you can't have sex with the coworkers. But then you're married to her and the other coworkers still know you got to go to those picnics and stuff and Christmas parties and... I'd rather have it. Uh, did you hear about Brady? Uh, you, you reason yeah. why he left the company? Hilarious. A couple years later, he married yeah. Bruno. They're together. <laughs> well, Ed downstairs transitioned to a woman, and Brady started having sex with Ed's new woman. But <laughs> is that real? Uh huh. And they're in love. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Hey, Brady, it's John. I hear you and Ed are getting. Uh, Stop it. It would be nonstop. <laughs> 
They're happy. They live in Ann Arbor. You're lying. <laughs> he went to Ann Arbor. This guy says, uh, good morning, John. I'm a bit younger than the morning show, so I'll chime in with my suggestions. Bang away. Hooking up with a trans has way more pros than cons. Guy's in his late 40s. It's time to grow up and do whatever you want and whoever you want. Well, that's not necessarily. Yeah. That leads to that crazy argument where people are like, well, if you love animals, what's stopping you? There's your midlife. Yeah, I guess. Oof. That's a new twist on the old, just buy a sports car. I'm saying, I should do what I want. I'm in my 40s, and this is what... Yeah, buy a hat. A it thing. is. It's a selfish thing you go through. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to do what I feel like doing. Nobody's telling me. But then you buy a sports car, and you start wearing hats. You don't bang trans. It's anyway. This lady says, you never disappoint with bad advice, John. I'm like, why is that bad advice? Saying, go ahead. You're supposed to just dismiss somebody you like because they used to have a dick? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It, it, that's on him. If he's feeling comfortable with it, you know, then do it. Well, he's not. And there's the rub. Well, then that's just it. He's your email, his own question. You're, yeah, exactly. You're emailing the show. You're wondering whether you should go through with it. You're not comfortable with this. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, if you're asking. If you're asking, should I go public with this, it's a little embarrassing. Yeah, you're too embarrassed. Yeah. 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 If you I mean, ask this show, should I... <laughs> You guys tease me if I started dating a trans? Yes. <laughs> yes. We don't even know you, and you're on, you're on target now. You're not ready. It has to be one of those things where you're like, I don't care. And you don't email a radio show and say, what should I do? You're just going to you do yeah. it. Yeah, because obviously deep down it's, it's on you. It's a big, it's a, it's a hurdle. It's a big hurdle. But trans people. Imagine back, I mean, you know, it, it's still that way with some families, but back in the day when it had nothing to do with it, it was just about religion. Oh, yeah. You're dating a Catholic? A Jew? Yeah, you lose your minds over that. Nationalities even, too. Yeah. I mean, still in a lot of German. You know what's going to happen in you know the community that you're living yeah, Larry's in? Larry's parents. You're, it's just a tough road to go. <laughs> yeah, Larry's parents put their foot down on a German. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. You can't trust them. They get a wild hair every once in a while and take the earth over. Uh, yeah, that's true. Now, I do draw the line at the dingly-dangly still being attached. If the person's committed themselves to getting everything removed and tucked, that's somebody who... But somebody who's still got their twig and berries wandering around in a dress. Uh, they've got some things to work on, too. You can't bring that home to the kids. That'll just... That messes somebody, especially your teen years. That formative years of, like, that, that'll mess you up. Especially if it's a surprise. If they knew Dad had a thing, if Dad danced on the side a little bit, and like, yeah, we kind of knew Dad did this. Because I have a friend who thinks his dad's been gay the whole time. And he's like, I'm pretty sure my dad's gay. I'm like, no kidding. He's like, yeah, he's just he's of that generation where that's just not something. So it's always been on the side. Like your uncle, like Uncle Jack. He's got a wife. He's got family. He's done, but I'm pretty sure he's gay. Like, ah, that's different. And if that were the case, he. He definitely kept it on the down low the whole time. Decided not. No, he didn't. I'm gonna... <laughs> he was sleeping with the landscaper and. and well, know. that was when. Was... <laughs> your your that, uncle that was really was super duper gay. <laughs> you guys don't like talking about it, but he was really gay. He was of the time gay, but gay, gay, gay. Landscaper was asked to move on to the next house. Right, because <laughs> right, they knew what was really going on. You don't lay down with the family as the landscaper. Again, we've made this this point several times that tomorrow. Al and the landscaping crew is going to be at my house, and never once have I thought, you know what he needs? He looks worn out. I should take a nap with him. We should spoon on the couch. That's gay. You're gay. <laughs> it's just, just because just you gay. lay with one man doesn't mean you're gay. Yeah, it does. 
immediately. One sheep. Immediately. Oh, no, no, no. You are a, you are a sheep immediately, forever. Yep. Uh, anyway, have fun with that out there with all you whack jobs doing your thing. But Yeah, this guy, remember that. Well, could they even make the end of uh, Ace Ventura? This guy says, go back to the first time you saw Ace Ventura when Einhorn almost had to, that moment where the, took the clothes off. Was it Einhorn was uh, Sean Young, right? And it turns out that Einhorn had a and it was the crying game song oh, and yeah. throwing up and yeah, all yeah. over. You couldn't throw up at the idea that the person you had looked at as a woman is really a man. But then the whole the hilarious ending of that movie is Ace Ventura vomiting all over the place because it turned out it's a guy. That doesn't fly today. Now it's a brave moment and they're in love. I draw the line at the dingly dangly. If my dad came to me and said, I found a woman, she used to be a man, and I'm in love, I'd be like, I'm going to tease you. It's relentless, and it's going to be fun, but it doesn't mean I don't care about you. It means that I, I accept it. That's just how I deal with stuff. Ah, great. Uh, by the way, she hasn't gone through the surgery. So I'm like, okay, so now my dad is a, uh, he's into. Uh, so he's Barack and Michelle? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. He's doing hand jobs with fellas. Like, he's got, they're doing a little lefty-righty with your wife. Yes. I'm like, all right. Now, now this I don't get. Now I'm confused. But if you carved it off, that's commitment. And that's what a lady's looking for, ironically. It's a man who's willing to commit, and that is the ultimate commitment right there. The ultimate. And that's the thing this guy says. There you go. The new rule it used to be fat girls. Now it's trans. They're the new mopeds. Enjoy the ride. Don't let your friends see it. <laughs> it's true. Got a point. We've moved on from big girls. Being the mopeds to trans men. Ooh, falls into that category. <laughs> Maybe Quan Lee looks good, but don't let your friends see you riding him. <laughs> I just, if I did that, I'd just make him call me Dr. Jones the whole time. Deeper, Dr. Jones, deeper. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Bend over, short round. Yeah. All right, short round, we're doing this. Okay, Dr. Jones. Kalima. Yeah. Kalima. <laughs> Turn your eyes. Turn, look away, Marion. <laughs> what are you doing to shore? Look away. Anyway, we all live in a strange world now. Good luck. This is a great phrase. This I might carry through the rest of my life. Scott has emailed over maybe the greatest thing I've read. Dicks are like football teams. I hate all of them except mine. That is, a, that is a brilliant life philosophy. I agree with that. I don't want anything to do with any other dicks or football teams other than mine. You can admire them, but you still I, hate them. I understand that they're out there, and some of them do great. I only love mine. He's right. Well, if I was a presidential candidate, that might be one of my billboards. How do you feel on the trans thing? Here's how I feel personally. Dicks are a lot like, let's say, the NFL. I only love one, mine. That didn't make any sense at all. Yes, it does. If you think about it, it makes a ton. I can't love another wiener. Wouldn't you feel like you're neglecting yours if, you know, you're tugging on another fella? Shouldn't I be doing that? You got this? two hands. <laughs> I know, but then the one's <laughs> left-handed and it's like, it's just a... Hacienda moment. <laughs> this thing's special. This left hand doesn't do the job at all. Anyway, 
Got to learn to be a switch hitter. Yeah, this are, uh, and then that, she said uh, later that said I disappoint with bad advice. How much time do you have? Uh, if we continuously chase after temporary happiness or what feels good, what we'll be left with is unfulfilled and unhappy. The goal is joy and peace that lasts in all circumstances. If the relationship is sex, it's designed for procreation, uh, which means God is a good creator. We can choose to do whatever you want, but that doesn't mean we should. We consent to evil every single day. Oh, here we go. I know you won't read this, but it's uh, it's just start. Okay, so you're considering trans people evil. That's what I read from that, and I'm the guy with bad advice. Well, your, the, it, your non-judgmental religion has allowed you to make an entire group of people evil. I disagree completely. But in the uh, relationship part, you know, we've always said if it's based on one too much, it can be too far. Like if you're basing it just on. Right. A relationship, and you're basing on sex alone, uh, on just sex alone. Yeah, it might not. I mean, there's going to be a transition sometime or another. (laughs) He said the sex was great. There was, but he said there was love. Oh, there's a transition, but he said that there's feelings. Yeah, so it isn't just Just be careful weighing too much on the other. It just yeah. Well, you know, it should be good. If you're going to go, people that say it's not an important part, it's an important part. If you're going to go to Pound Town, yeah. (laughs) And you're going to make it permanent. It should be good. Because if you're in a relationship and it's not good. Right. Then tough. Pound, then Pound Town is not a place you like to visit. <laughs> Two tickets to Pound Town. I, all I would do is talk to the thing about it, too. It'd be like, man, you're telling me that used to be a penis? Yep. Wow. I'm going back in there. That feels almost real. I mean, I would be. Let's like, get back on the workbench. I, I cannot tell what is going on. Other than the fact that we needed a bunch of Wesson oil to make it work. I, I didn't see this. as <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, you know, 10 grit sandpaper. I'm trying. I, I, yeah, I wonder how that works. Oh, it's Wesson. You get a little Florence Henderson. I mean, you got to chalk up before you go in or <laughs> you're what? Buying, <laughs> you're, you're buying a 55-gallon drum. You have one of those big things of Vaseline next to your bed, and you, yeah, you use it like a pool, pool cue. <laughs> you just get in there and... <laughs> and <laughs> Damn it, scratch! <laughs> ah, you won the first game. I went into the wrong pocket. That's a new one. That's not supposed... That's a little to the left. You should get some money back for that. There's something going on inside there where I'm kind of getting launched into a side thing. Oh, that's my old Corona. Don't talk about it. Yeah, that would. It almost feels like a thing. So, and I agree with this, uh, Leah. I think that temporary satisfaction and chasing that all the time is bad. But we do it, and just because it varies in degrees from food to sex to people, doesn't mean we don't do it. And I don't consider all trans people evil like you do. I'm not judgmental the way you and Jesus are find that odd don't judge people and he's the ultimate judge that's his title it doesn't make any sense you leave that to him leave that to him i guess so but it seems like he's pretty judgy also jealous a lot of imperfections his job a lot of imperfections in that supposed to be the final judge perfect thing instead of screaming out i'm jealous i'm like wow that's that's your first flaw you're a little angry too this guy says why do they have to tell anybody about the transitioning is it because she's obviously a dude? Just shut up and keep that S to yourself. But still. But everybody in the office already knows. Right. There so. you go. And if you're in the office and that used to be Dave and now it's Davina. Yeah. We go back to moving on from that job. And you're not wrong either. Like if she's made the transition and moved here from 
Tuscaloosa and nobody knew. Yeah. And then you start boning away and you're like, well, let's talk. And you start loving her and you want to know about her childhood. It's going to come out. And then it seems like there was a lot left on the table that you didn't know. So you have to be. This is my twin brother. <laughs> I hate to say the word, but you have to be transparent about your history if you're going to get into a relationship with someone because that's a pretty big sledgehammer of info that's heading your way. And you may look the part, but you can't dupe somebody into th- We get emails all the time. And guys like, I just don't know it's a guy. What? What's amazing is the, you know, want to go back to the base of the relationship, the, yeah. the strength of it. They are friends way before right. a long time. Well, maybe. Like, I, I wonder if they were friends when he was Dave. Well, he said they were hanging out. Well, he didn't say that. That was before the surgery. Yeah. He said they were just at work hanging out. And this could have been and after, it off, the, and then after he, the transition. She basically broke the news, and he was okay with or, it. Or, yeah, knew and never talked about it. And then they're at the Applebee's at the, you know, two for Tuesdays. And the next thing you know, it's like, she's trying to kiss me. I'm going to do it. And it's quiet. Those riblets are an aphrodisiac. They're making out. You kiss like me. It's because I'm a man. I know. I mean, if there's somebody that knows their way around the equipment. (laughs) No training necessary. (laughs) Can't quit you. She knows already that. If she needs an orthodontist or not, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I know I'm doing it wrong. I know. It's okay. Was that bad? I don't know. Does this hurt? Like They know. She knows what scratches and hurts. Anyway. This dude's just got to have tough skin if he's going to go public with it. Yep. And I don't think he does. No. I forget who the comedian is. Randall Yates said this over, and he's right. I forget. He said, the, uh, he said it's a comedian that used to say, I would be gay if I could learn to f*** someone I respect. I think it's Jesselneck. <laughs> yeah. If I could have sex with someone I respected, I'd be gay. It's a terrible thing to say, but it's hilarious. Uh, it's 716. You guys have problems. This is not our issue, but it's a fun thing to discuss because it's not my issue. <laughs> I don't have to deal with it. That's right. And God forbid any of us have. You'll you know, see. We become widowers and have to date in the future and find out that we fell in love with, you know, Nathaniel. Trust me, it's worth it. But with me, a guy like me, it would just be to make Brady uncomfortable. Used to be a guy. And I would send you pictures of that reformed thing. You would get so many. Do you have to clean it like a sex doll? Yeah, late night shots. Well, you got to clean a woman's one, too, you know. (laughs) That's not self-cleaning. Yeah, it's their job. But more so. (laughs) Why? I think it more often because you just... Just a receptacle? Yeah. Well, <laughs> What's the difference? You can squeegee it out more. <laughs> Get the Brillo pad out? This I need to know more about. Why do you think that? That a woman's is like more self-sustained? I don't know. I think they can reject it better. <laughs> Muscles contracting. They absorb it, and then their natural bleaches and uh, Calgon take over, clean themselves take out. Take away. I disagree. A man's is easier. If you inverted it, it wouldn't have all the mucous membranes and stuff that go on inside that lady that create all that goop and glop. And if you start combining dirt into that, she needs to clean that probably more than the transition guy. I would think. So was he no, just pull I think that, it had to be cleaned every time. Does he just pull that in and make it an But why wouldn't guy? it be with a woman? Because like you said, I mean, doesn't it like... Uh, oh, this is good. 
I don't know, like break down because of the enzymes or the huh? absorb in the body that uh, that it. Uh, it I think he thinks dissipates. it gets absorbed. Yeah, oh, you the, think that under the woman's body, the lady yeah, just accepts it. But Brady, and then have you ever fallen asleep with someone in your stomach? Yeah, it's, it's not acid. <laughs> Yo, I know. <laughs> just wipe it, it off. It is. No, it is. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> you gotta get in there and hose that off, Mister. So yeah, you would assume that his is just it's just collecting. Like yeah. the back of the closet. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> Because was I think you think it still has the dome on top. So <laughs> like it's, it's just a little, it's a dugout. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's still got a open. It's got like the it's, uh, inverted mushroom. Yeah. You're still just, I mean, pardon the tactlessness, just loading up the gut. <laughs> it's going yeah. all the way in. So, yeah, it absorbs yeah, it inside like the fella, a, too. It's in there, too. Just no Seems ovaries. like it's more of a well. So yours is like the thing you put cigars in is the dudes, and it can fill up. It's a reservoir. Yeah, a woman's has that big giant cave that opens up like Carlsbad Caverns, or just the wonder and majesty of it all. And just place that over here. We'll take care of that later. But a guy's is a tube that can fill up, it's like a pee trap. Yeah, it's not the case. It's wide open. Same thing. It's just that opens. Is it? Yeah. I see. I didn't know. Yeah, they don't put a barrier in it. it just goes in. And you hit the bladder just like you can on a lady. If you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, pretty neat. I like Brady's idea. Now go get the hose. Clean that thing out, dude. <laughs> you make me sick. It's getting a little gamey down there. <laughs> <laughs> you the think pick it's out. a sock. Yeah, it's it is. Not. It's it is sock. not. It is not a sock. No different than a woman's sock. That thing's the same. We've seen that blurting out on the one end. What do you think happens in there? Just sits in there. Know. It doesn't just sit in there and wait its turn. The reservoir. <laughs> it goes away on its own. Get some on your tummy and fall asleep. You wake up and like, ew. And it just goes right away. Yeah. Women should clean just as much as trans men. <laughs> You're fun. Uh, Brett, on that conversation, didn't see that turn. Didn't know Grandpa was going to talk about the tip. <laughs> uh, what do you got on the big board there? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go wash my own now. All right. Uh, it, it's getting cold up north, and it is now time to head on up there, get that ski boarding and snowboarding action handled. All right. If you, if you don't have the equipment to do it, like this other guy, uh, go on into Action Ride Shop. They got all the rentals for you, sales, uh, service for not only your skiing adventures but also your mountain bike adventures as well it's all going on at action ride shop actionrideshop.com or go visit them on gilbert road and southern this has never happened before just got an email it says uh hey john my mom moved to the valley a few months ago and she's been dating and all the guys sort of suck how old is larry and how do i go about setting larry up with my mom send us a picture what yeah first off you, you got to do that yeah a good one of maybe your mom dancing or in a bikini or something. yeah no filters i guess what i'm getting here at is how can i pimp out my mom for larry so i i can get tickets i'd love to go see tool again sign nate <laughs> <laughs> we'll have larry bang your mom for tickets yeah <laughs> congratulations then you also have one of the greatest fun names of all time so many avenues to go down with Nate because his last name is Spitler. Wow. And you got the Hitler angler. You got the spitting angler. You got all sorts of stuff. 
I would like to uh, have Larry date your mother so I can meet Spitler and Larry. Hiles Spitler. Hiles Spitler. Please don't do that to my new date. Oh, sorry about that. Larry loves Spitler. She's killing that guy, but that's what Spitler does. <laughs> to your kind. <laughs> Spitler. Anyway, good luck. Uh, what do you got? There? On the list, we got Pantera, Down, August Burns Red, Ministry, Mudvayne, Enterpriser, Disturbed, Sacred Reich, uh, Gojira, Metallica, Slipknot. Parkway Drive's vice grip, that could be for this dude and his uh, sticking it in the uh, other dude. <laughs> this guy says, uh, are my kids going to be as dumb as you? Brady's right. Vaginas are acidic. It dissolves. It is, it, but yeah. your stuff does, too. It's not like this. But I think you're thinking it just sits inside the dude. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. to break it down. There's nothing yeah. to. I think it's just like, oh, I bet you're like, yeah. it's a satchel. It says vaginas are self-cleaning. No, they're not. They do a decent job of making sure they don't get diseases. They're not self-cleaning, and I can prove it. I could give you a name. <laughs> this girl was not self-cleaning. I think we could all give names. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got a name. Like, whoo! Well, if, they, if they're <laughs> all self-cleaning, damn. some of them are broken. Because if they don't do upkeep, that goes to non-self-cleaning awfully fast. <laughs> yes. You can bust one in a lady, and it is probably more of a, a natural thing. But they got that system down pat inside those inside out guys. Yeah, so I'm saying that's that's missing. That's that was my question. Is like it seems like that doesn't have that element in it. But what's the worst that can happen? Well, I'm, I'm comparing it to basically like a it's like a a sex doll. You clean it out every time, or your sleeve, whatever you have, <laughs> flesh like. But that should be the case with a lady too. She shouldn't just be like that. That's the way that goes. No cleaning necessary. You got to clean that stuff up. Maybe it is. I don't a... think they do it every time. Huh? No, they clean up. They should clean it every day. Right? That should be washed every day. I don't the dudes one. or the chicks? I don't know. Women. Oh, yeah. I think it should be spotless. If yeah. not, that's grounds for divorce. Exactly. It's like a car. You put yeah. mirrors under it to show oh, yeah. that you clean the bottom, too. You clean it all. Break out the water pit. Go to yeah. town. Exactly. Get some in there. <laughs> I think if you've got holes, they should be cleaned on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. You might skip a day accidentally, but that better be a non-action day. And you better be super aware of it. Anyway. Uh, uh, I don't care what we play at this point. Yuck. <laughs> I, I just, I just want to go home. Uh, wow, there's some weird ones up there today. What is Enterprise Earth? I don't know. Want me to pull it up? Yeah. Enterprise Earth. Huh. Oh, no. Sounds like there might be some fans with this have one. Have that one ready. Turn the fans on, have the hair blowing. Maybe, yeah, it does kind of have that vibe. What, did you want this? That's Enterprise <laughs> Earth. Oh, that's RuPaul. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Why don't you go in the backyard and take a hose to that thing? I think a lady bits has more going on in there that can get dirtier. There's more happening inside a woman's hoo-ha. That make it, like, more treacherous and more necessary to clean. Dudes, is a pretty simple operation. It's just inside-out skin. Uh, this is like squashing your hands. Chicks have all that glop and goo going on in there. They got all sorts of things happening. Every day. In fact, ladies, if you're listening right now, you know what? Take a break. Get in there and do a little spit shine on that thing. Let's make sure we're leaving the house clean. Please. Please. For your own sake. Uh, this is Enterprise Earth. I don't know. 
Yeah. This guy said, whoever said that a woman's parts are self-cleaning has skid marks in their uh, back door. That is the truth. <laughs> Nothing about your body self-cleaning. Especially a lady. Said it was no, I know, but you assimilated that it would be. I think he meant it was more like a sponge that absorbs better. Sure. But I don't think it, if you're just busting holes, everybody should be diligent about making sure that that's a clean operation afterwards. This is them. I don't know. Oh, this is the Enterprise Earth. Crazy. (laughs) All right, I get it. (laughs) You pick one, Brett. I don't care. Uh... Like now to, I've got this email I like debate. The parkway on drive. Whether or not it's like peeling Elmer's glue off of it. I don't need to know this. It's like, like when you get Elmer's glue and you got to peel it off of your skin. It's probably what happens down there. I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. I'll never know. In fact, I'd, no, have, to, I'd have to lose a hell of a bet. All right, parkway drive. Um, you got that one? Toledo's got it. Right. Yeah, we'll go. Fi- got it? We'll fire it off a guy. Yes, vice cool. grip. We'll yeah. go with vice grip. All right, parkway drive it is. You gas. Look what you people have started. All it takes is a simple email and. We're on our ears wondering about honey holes on dudes' bodies. <laughs> that's 2024 in a nutshell, isn't it? What kind of upkeep? Speaking of nutshell, that's kind of what it is. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself? He's evil! Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98. Here in this beautiful, beautiful, look at that sunrise. That is gorgeous. It's a perfect morning. Nice little breeze going. It's going to be awesome this week, too. We're going to get a taste of why we live here. It's been a little chilly, but this is mid-70s. Ah, can't beat it. I was talking to my cousin in Chicago yesterday. It was four degrees. Yeah. I was like, ah, cool. We're 62 degrees higher than you. Who needs it? Yeah, don't do that. Just tell them it's horrible. They'll, <laughs> they'll start showing up. What's it looking like this weekend for the uh, football? Anyone going to have uh, a snow out out games? Oh, yeah. They were talking about uh, Buffalo and Baltimore having bad weather. They won't move it, though. They only do that in the first weekend. They can get the Taylor Swift Bowl where they want it. Oh, their dream to have that basic bitch standing there in Las Vegas in a couple of weeks. Oh, you know how much money they'll make if Taylor Swift has two weeks to prepare for whatever they're going to pay her $10 million to do in Vegas? They'll put her in the sphere. Taylor Swift and the Chiefs are here. They're going to have a Chiefs party. She's And it'll be a billion dollars. The NFL is dying to help the Chiefs get into the Super Bowl with she'll Taylor Swift. She'll with Usher during oh, the halftime oh, show. She'll show up. Oh, yeah. If she's going to be there, you might as well throw another $20 million at her. She'll get it back. And they're targeting that audience of people that the NFL just has never been able to get. And they got her. Basic bitches? <laughs> Young basic bitches. <laughs> The ones that don't follow football, but they're all over this Taylor Swift thing, and they started to follow the Chiefs. They're Chiefs in the Super Bowl is an additional 10 million people to an already massive audience. Crazy. Yeah, the referees are going to be throwing flags on the Bills nonstop just for showing up. They're getting 10 yards. Ah, 10-yard penalty for having the nerve to be out here. How dare you? Taylor Swift already has a suite in Las Vegas. Uh, it's time for the Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters, and it's Wednesday. That means it's Wings Day, and for a limited time only, choose your own Wings Day adventure. They say limited time, and I've been talking about this for a long time. 
Buy 20 wings, get 10 free, valid for dining or takeout. Or all you can eat, fifteen ninety nine. but you can't take that home. you got to eat it right there. they got to see you doing it. Either way, you're going to win right there at Hooters on Wings Day. Brady, report it. Good Wings Day morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Ditch New Year's Resolution Day. Ah, sorry. It's dumb. So this is for the, the second time, right? This yeah. is the day you on purpose. You yeah, do this is it. it. You're done. Last week is when you didn't. You don't even do talk it. about it anymore. It's over. Ed has a. Last week was when most people broke it without oh, downstairs. Good. I don't know if you guys have gone by Ed's desk. Ed's one of our sales guys, and on his thing said, "See the thing. Make a resolution. Most people make resolutions uh, to change something about themselves. Why not just make a resolution to be yourself? Dumb." <laughs> Ed surprised me last week when Lovitz was in here because he came up and he oh, did a little man. fanboy minute. And he comes in and he, my studio and he looks at me and he goes, is that John Lovitz? Yeah, he was downstairs. Yeah, in the he flesh. Said. And he goes, dropped an F-bomb on me. Ed did? I know. He no. My God, man. Show some class, Ed. You're in a He's being business. real this year. <laughs> He's being himself. It's his resolution to be himself. But yeah, he asked me, he goes, would it be uh, when the comedians are here, uh, is it okay to get photographs and stuff? And I'm like, Sure. Oh, do you think he'd be up for it? I'm like, yeah, you left like an hour ago, though. You're way off here. It's like noon, man. <laughs> better timing. A <laughs> couple of basis fun facts. Watching blood-curdling horror movies can actually thicken your blood. Hmm. <laughs> Fear causes an increase of blood clotting uh, and a blood clotting protein called factor eight. Wouldn't you have to be tapped into the test subject on that? Study? Sure, they do that. Yeah, yeah they'll put all those them. electrodes on them and make no, them watch no, no. a terrible. I mean, movie. like tap into the vein because you get into the flow. Can... Oh, maybe I don't know. I think you can monitor that. You think? Probably. Mm. I'm no doctor. I know it's not self cleaning. I learned Brady's that. Brady's not time. a doctor yeah. either. Yeah. I was he, listening he, he takes a stab. <laughs> <laughs> that thing doesn't need to be. There's some ER nurse just said, "Look, I worked in the ER for 30 years. Those things aren't self cleaning. <laughs> 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 Nothing about them. They all need help. Maintenance down south." No matter what you got, natural or manufactured, aftermarket, wash it. There are now about 1.1 billion websites, but only about 200 million are actually active. The rest are mainly parked domains. The average height of the NBA has gone up about three inches since the league started in the late 40s. Average height of the players in the NBA. The average height itself hasn't grown three inches. (laughs) <laughs> nope, they said the average height in the NBA. In the NBA. Yeah. Not of the, the NBA. Not, um, yeah. The average height of the of NBA. Of the NBA. <laughs> it's much it started at 6'3", now it's 6'6". Six, six. Sushi means sour rice in, Jap- in Japanese. Hmm. Because the Japanese believe the most important ingredient is the rice, not the fish. Then why call it sour? Hmm. I don't know, because it changed. I, I've become a sushi freak. I love it. A new survey compared people who sleep naked and those who sleep in pajamas and found that people who sleep naked more likely to be night owls, more likely to watch horror movies. That's me. More likely to get nightmares, more, li- more likely to be satisfied with their sex life. Mm. Nightmares. And more likely to believe that Sometimes. the choice of sleepwear impacts quality of their sleep, which is maybe the most telling because people who sleep naked – Seem bothered by clothing while sleeping. Yeah. There's one thing that people who sleep naked have in common with those who wear pajamas. They're equally concerned about climate change. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. What? That's something we needed to hear. 
In fact, 29% of the people who sleep naked claim they do it partially to reduce their eco footprint. That's stupid. That includes no, no, using less Stop AC it. in the summer. No, knock it off. People are stupid. just answering yes yeah, on the so because, because they don't want to be yeah, hassled. Yeah. What do you think about sleeping in your pajamas makes it so you're part? Oh, I just want to help the environment. Is that what we're getting at here? I don't want to say the wrong thing, so you keep talking. So what's the fastest way out of this conversation, Greta? Damn <laughs> it. So if you sleep in your pajamas, you're more concerned? No, no. Or everybody's the same. Equally. If you sleep in pajamas or do you sleep naked, you just want the earth to keep going. <laughs> That's all. Awesome. What kind of survey Every, is that? It's, it's, kind of basic, it's, right. it's, it's, it's what you Jesus said right now. It's Christ. like, why do you wear those jeans? Is it for the environment? And you're looking at some guy with a ponytail like, well, yep, yes. yep. Yes. You know it. I just don't want fish to die. That's why I sleep nude. The average American in their 50s now has a net worth of $1.1 million to $1.4 million. <laughs> Wait, say that what? again? The average American in their 50s now has a net worth of one point one to one point four million dollars, Richard. Well, no, what? <laughs> I'm below average in that stat. You're bringing the curve down, man. Pick it Some, up. Hey, somebody's got to. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. No, they don't. You wouldn't have an average. You have if to be a low end. Below yeah, it. There's got to be the low end to make it a middle. The median net worth of for Americans in their fifties is about three hundred thousand. That includes property and retirement accounts. That's if you sell everything, you've got some. So since having a million dollars is complicated, a new survey asked people what they need to say they're financially, uh, they financially have made it in life. The number one answer was financially independent to having from others for money. The average American says they need to make at least $94,000. I'm uh, financial advisor. I just thought I'd chime in real quick on the phone. Hey, Richard, it's time for your annual review. <laughs> Stop <laughs> laughing. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any questions, we'll what, be laughing in the back. What good are you, actually? <laughs> You've done me anything. The problem is, is that you're supposed to uh, give money to uh, your your account, what? and that's been a big issue that's here. Not, you didn't say anyway, that at let's the take beginning. A look at, let's compare it to last year. There's $10 more in that account. Uh, we suggest that instead of retiring, you just kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm keeping it going. Stop talking to him. He's gone. <laughs> Poor bastard. He's got a hard enough job. A recent report claims wearing the color red when you fly can help make your travel day smoother and less anxiety-inducing. The idea is that red subconsciously makes people think that they're more important or of higher status, so airline staff may be more attentive to you. Oh, good. So dress like Suge Knight when you get on Southwest. (laughs) Red might even attract more favorable treatment, like giving you a seat upgrade, some extra snacks and drinks. Don't you do it, Brady, because then everybody's going to ask you for Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> there are studies to back it up, but that aren't unique to air travel. Well, the blog that was published on the article basically fo- focused on airline tips. Just a tip. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get an extra bag of pretzels wearing red. That's right. That's the goal. More food on the plane. There's this uh, man who lives in Quebec, Brian Paré. He posted conspiracy theories about fires, climate change on social media for a while. And then he just pled guilty to setting 13 forest fires. It's a problem. He's not wrong. 
The environment, the environment made him do it. He sleeps nude. He might. <laughs> Didn't say or that. Somebody's got to do something about all these fires. He admitted to it, and like, yeah, I, I said, I'm, I, I was first doing it to find out how dry the forest was. Quick way to find out. <laughs> Pretty dry. Now I've got some... Environment's in big trouble. Although, you know, fire is helpful to a forest. It just let it happen naturally. Kind of like the way a vagina cleans itself. <laughs> couple of death news stories. First one's in Ohio. OH! Hubbard County, which is up near Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, Elwood is the company. It's uh, Elwood Engineering. They do... Uh, they make metals, aluminum casting, and one of the workers, there's a group of workers going by in the factory, and one of the cauldrons was passing along a chain. It snagged a little bit and kind of tipped over. <gasps> the guy yelled. Was Every like worker a- got out of the way except one guy, and he completely Oof. got buried in the molten. But it's a bunch of buckets, like in that Star Wars scene where yeah. they're fighting yeah. and they're all going by. It's like video That's game stuff. That's how I'm stuff. picturing yeah. it. But- when Sonic would go to the weird thing underground, and there were... Big buckets of fire that were going on a conveyor belt. That's still how we do stuff in places in Ohio. Yeah, when you're casting. And you them. one less Bengals or Browns fan. I'm. He'd be Brownies guy. Okay. Either way. Equal happiness. The other one uh, happened in Louisiana. This uh, teen, as they, they described it in the court case who skinned grandmother alive. No! It's not what you think. Uh, He basically Uh, carjacked grandma. Yeah. The guy's name's John Hanor and uh, he was convicted of the brutal carjacking. Linda Fricky was the grandma. Oh, not his grandmother. No, it wasn't his Uh, grandmother. Does that make it better? That you skinned another grandmother alive? Someone else's grandmother. Thank God. (laughs) Oh, good. Got to keep it out of the family if you're going to skin someone alive. He carjacked Linda, and the process was pulling her out. She was fighting back. He gloved he her. He gets in a, a car, and she stuck to it. So yanked her, uh, separated her arm. Wait a minute. So her arm was caught, must have been caught in the door. It was yanked out, and the she was still. What was yanked out? Brady's her arm spitballing. yanked out of the socket. Oh, it was slammed in the door? And then, then she was still stuck to the door, and he drug her 700 feet, basically skinning her on the highway. <laughs> he road-rashed Grandma yeah. until she was a body yeah. art exhibit. But the prosecuting attorney basically described he skinned Grandma sure? alive. <sighs> Gross. The last one happened in Eloy, Ohio. It's that hot air balloon accident that happened. Um, Eloy here? Yeah. He's there. Wow. You can take you can take the boy out of Ohio, but you can't take the Ohio out of How the boy. How different would this show be if we were in Ohio? Oh, he wouldn't allow any of it. My God. I can't allow this. Not in Ohio. The tender ears of all these wonderful people. Just fern far enough away. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, far enough. Fern fern and far enough. We <laughs> get you a snack. Something's going on. Chayton <laughs> Wieschelik. Is the guy's name. He he was the guy that died in the balloon accident. There were 13 people in the gondola. Yeah. Going up. huge. Eight of them were supposed to uh, skydive yeah. off. There was two gondolas, so two different balloons. His girlfriend was in the other balloon. She 
skydived. I like how you say it. And uh, was fine. Gondola. You're hearing it too. She was yeah. on the ground. And what? I just like how you say gondola. The gondola. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he <laughs> <laughs> texted her on the way down, saying, "This isn't good. Goodbye." Oh boy. I love you. Um, Wait, that's a quick so text. She's going out in a parachute, and he's texting her as she, he's. No, she landed, and they were still up in the balloon, and that's when it started going one down. Going south. Wow, that's a quick text. If that dude's like, I could falling well, to earth. earth. Yeah, but you're you know you're falling at uh, predictive skydiving yeah. height. Predictive text. <laughs> it would take a right. while for that balloon to come. Maybe down. you just did voice to text. Yeah. <laughs> ah, not good. I met you. Goodbye. Now, people have time for that. You have time. Yeah. yeah, Siri. Text. Oh, wait, no, turn off. Text that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know where phone goes. Same thing. Oh, mine too. <laughs> and they've done it before. I'm not sure if they skydived out of the balloon before, but they were skydivers. So that couple did. Yeah, that yeah. couple was. Well, if they hadn't, that's a tough first run. She got it out of the way. Ladies first. How high well, up do those balloons go? Pretty good. It would it's like a base dive. You just hit the thing immediately after jumping out. Oh. And you go into a parachute. Oh, yeah, I, I won't right. ride in a hot air balloon because the guy that uh, trains a tactical black up there looks like Harry Potter. Vincent, he chases him. He's in a chase team. And I asked him a couple times. I'm like, what do you, like, how do you know? And he goes, you don't. <laughs> like, what? He goes, yeah. He said, for the most part, we understand the weather and things like that. So we know, what, you know, we have routes and things like that. He said, for the, something, anything can go wrong. I'm like, ah. And my deal is too many power lines. So it looks like that big penis hurricane huh? thing where you where you go. It could be anywhere in this, no, in this track. They, they got a better idea than that. And I'm like, but he's in the car, and they just have somebody in the car watching it, and they drive to where they assume it's going to come down based on where it's going. What happens if you can't get there? Right. Oh, I'm not interested in that kind of navigation. <laughs> it doesn't seem that beautiful. You know, it sounds terrible. It sounds scary and awful to me. Yeah, I hear it's peaceful. I hear it's amazing, but. Well, for four of them, it wasn't so peaceful. peaceful until it's not. That's it. And did you see, as Brady said, the gondola? What do you say it? Gondola. The gondola. Don, no, how do you say now, it? Gondola. Gondola. There it is. The gondola had like uh, 15 little pods in it. It looked like a, it looked like a spice rack. It had like little, for each everybody could person? stand in there. Yeah. Like a little, I don't know if there was two, two I've never seen one bigger like than that. Like box seats at a Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had like yeah. little uh, sections. Hmm. It's huge. We have a mass, massive scandal going on with the uh, Guinness World Records. The world record for the oldest dog might be bogus. Last January, this dog in Portugal named Bobby was over 30 years old. Passed away. He passed away in October, supposedly at the age of 31. But Bobby's legacy might forever be tarnished after Guinness just announced the record is now under review. His owner... Um, had a vet submit documentation that Bobby was born May 11th, 1992, meaning he died at 31 years old in 165 days. But after Bobby passed away, people started questioning those credentials. He was a type of livestock guardian dog um, that usually lived between 12 and 14 years. So 31 would have been... It's pretty astronomical. Yeah. People also claim photos taken of him in 1999 show a dog with slightly different colored paws. Hmm. Oh, the polio's switcheroo. Yeah, they just replaced him, kept it alive. The council member of the Royal College of Veterinarian Surgeons in England 
was pretty blunt when he asked about it. Not a single one of my colleagues believed Bobby was actually 31 years I don't, old. I, when I see that stuff, I'm like, that's they're just yeah. guessing. Like, somebody's just bad at it. Like, how long have you had the dog? I don't know, since Clinton? I don't know, somewhere. I, if Bobby's record does not get nullified, it would go back to the Australian cattle dog named Bluey. She was born in 1910. and oh, still alive? 29 and a half oh. years <laughs> Jesus Christ. Somebody shoot Bluey in the face. I'm a dog lover, but a 112-year-old dog is not doing well. I don't know how much I believe them records that were set back no. in the 19-teens right. and stuff. Yeah. No, those people didn't. Yeah. They weren't accurate with anything. No one's going to knock off Bluey. No. No. <laughs> Bluey was 41. Like, you guys Bluey no idea. I think that's Bluey over there still. Didn't Bluey die? Who knows? He's wandering the earth. Maybe. Maybe not. Looks a lot like Bluey, so it must be Bluey. Answers to Bluey. And I want to know why they called it Bluey. I've got one quick radio video. It's a motorcycle jump of... Flaming ramp. On a dirt road in yeah. somebody's farm, and they've lit the small ramp on fire. And the lady running away with, is that a lady? With a can of gasoline. Uh, looks to be the problem, as we haven't hit play yet, but let's find out. That's a guy. Board the gas. Get the flaming ramp. Here comes the bike. Oh, the bike didn't really make a jump, but the guy did. Is he in his pino? <laughs> yeah, he wanted to go all out. Yeah. Oh, this is worth it. Uh, it's a mud road. Tiki torches the, on the ramp. The bike goes over like a speed bump, and he flies <laughs> off of it, and just in a speedo, Jesus. and only a speedo. It doesn't lift at all. What are they listening to? A little GNR in the back. Nice. That's nice. <laughs> well done. Hold that front end up. I like the comment that says, <laughs> mediocre Knievel. I would watch that guy perform failed jumps. But he goes right into a pile of mud road. That's worth it. That's all, all right. I got. Brad? I just have one, too. Okay. And this might this might uh, be good for your tactical black. Okay. You've got a lot of them on there. You're not going to show us all of them? No. Nope. Okay. Some of them we've shown already. Oh, okay, good. Yep. All right, here we go. This is a... Uh, Another surveillance camera looks like next to a train track on a snowy day. A couple of guys. Oh, dude just starts. Good form. He's got some nice punches. He's doing a little uh, shadow boxing. Oh, oh Jesus, no! Oh, 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 he takes a step oh, back to ow, not ow, get ow, punched. Ow, 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 ow. Right oh, when the. Oh, right as a train goes by. What's left of him. He jumps in front of. Uh, oh, he lost. He lost the fight, but he never got punched. <laughs> The train took him out, and then he got stuck between the train. Oh, and then they're just oh. carrying him around. Just leave him. What are you doing? The guy wanted to punch you a second ago. Take the oh, W. Yeah. Oh, he's just a floppy yeah. mess. Yeah, he's throwing some air punches. He's That's doing a little yellow lines there. Doing a little shadow boxing. Just right there, and he's, it looks like he's getting off a close. Dude reaches out like, you want to oh. fight? And oh. then he falls back into the train. My goodness. My goodness. And they try the train. The train can't stop. It just rolls them around for a while. Wrong, but he's without legs there, right? Oh yeah, I, I no, those are. It looks like they put him over the shoulder. Let's take another sure. look. I don't know. I think and the replay shows. I think he's without Link. legs. Oh, Link. oh yeah, yeah. I think one flew off. Oh yeah, <laughs> like right here. Yeah. So oh, oh I see it. Yeah. You're right. Oh, okay. And, and then, then he's look, and then right here. Yeah. What's left of it? Yeah. He's stuck between the train platform and the tracks and he kind of falls in between and the train just rips him in half why pick him up he's done right there oh good gotta get to school god don't mess around next to train tracks never turn your back to them i say little train track advice (laughs) always head on a swivel with and knowledge of where the nearest train is before you start dicking around 
He could have seen that train before he started to go Floyd Mayweather on that guy. And the other guy, by the way, the other guy wasn't moving while you did your shadow boxing as well. He did one little, it wasn't intimidating. Well, then you just reach for him and the guy yeah. jumps back because, you know, there's a step back Bobbing and then the a counter and- to that. You got to keep the head moving. <laughs> he stepped back and then slipped on the ice and train. I don't mess around when trains are near. I hold real still. Just in case the engineer wants to go left. You never know when he's having a bad day either. There you go. That was your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Yikes. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself? He's evil? Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98 that is Concert Psyching Rock right there from our friends in Tool. That's uh, Prison Sex Maynard celebrating his 60th year on the planet. And he's going to do that with you. We might have some tickets for you if we can sneak those in there. Coming up. When is that show? It's in April. When is this yeah, coming up Two soon? shows, actually. They they put a second. Did they double down yep. on it? Is yeah, it, one sold out. Right around the corner. February 9th and 10th. You're right. Tickets on sale for the other one. That's a beast. That's a lot of Maynard for one night. That a is perfect a, circle and Pussifer. Two nights. You guys going to be putting it out there two nights in a row. Wow. That's impressive. So, yeah, Maynard giving back. Imagine that. But that's pretty cool. Happy birthday. Shocking. Happy birthday, Maynard. Uh, we'll try to get you some of those tickets in a while. We got uh, tickets to go see Rob Schneider over at uh, AZ Federal. Is that this weekend? It's coming up later this year. That is January 27th. Oh, it is. Coming up next week. All right. Uh, we'll give those away in a little while. I just uh, was browsing some stuff. Do you know who, uh, Brady, you won't know who this is. Do you know who Amaranth is, Brett? No. You do. I do? Uh, yeah, because when you go to Pornhub, she's a lot of the times in the ad before saying, Hi, it's Amaranth. A, uh, spell it out. A-M-O-U-R-A-N-T-H. Uh, a spectacularly uh, well-endowed woman. And she, you've seen her. You'll you'll see her go, oh, She's the one with Chatterbait telling me I'm going to in 30 seconds nope. fine? She, her? Yeah, she pops up sometimes and starts talking about, like, going to her page. Oh, and, I think I remember. You yeah. do. Yeah. You, you've clicked on it. Oh, yeah. And then searched her, and she's and worth searching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, oh, yeah. And uh, she, those things are huge, and I she can. keeps together. She is starting this uh, campaign to stop people from having an OnlyFans page. She's She is saying, trust me, uh, you're, you just can't jump into this. And, and it's bad for your psyche and stuff. And finally, somebody with experience is saying, don't just dive in to OnlyFans and be a whore. We talked about it this morning and unintentionally brought up the fact that it's all permanent. 25 years from now, your OnlyFans page will still be there. Like, everything you're doing is documenting. It's what we used to say about women who get those lower back tattoos. Someday you're going to regret that. You know, being the cherry bomb and having, uh, you know... And having that thing on your back. I think the cherry bomb will come back around. Yeah, but it'll never come back around to its tightness (laughs) from the first day you got it. (laughs) It's always going to be a bit of an exploded (laughs) cherry bomb after about age 47. There's no reason to have that on your back anymore. Uh, And just we, those are silly decisions that are based on how you look at a certain time. And then you got to start. Nobody thinks ahead like that. But we we said it this morning with uh, a guy emailed and said that that guy who's contemplating telling his family that his girlfriend used to be a guy. And he wants to, you know, be open and forthright with that. That once that goes to social media and you make that, it's forever. There's no more of the 
you know, you're, you're found out. So OnlyFans is forever. Like, you decide to be 22 and make your money in OnlyFans. It isn't like strippers used to be. And there's so many people, the volume, right. she's saying, jump in, like, oh, a month into it, I don't want to well, do that. Well, she's saying it's a mental, it'll ruin you. Yeah. But it is like the modern-day stripper. But the modern-day stripper uh, can't hide. The olden days, you could strip, you know, Hollywood hooker by, by night, teenage student by day. Oh, there's that movie Angel. Yeah, Angel. You yeah. could pretend to be something you weren't and no one could, unless you got found out. Like you're at a strip club in a city and you can strip and make money and that's how you got through college. But you didn't have to tell your parents or anything. Only fans can just show up. So she's kind of making that point. Now, the hypocritical nature of this is she has made $57 million on her OnlyFans page. But Good there's a reason why. And cans. Those cans are $57 million. So here's what I say. If you have Amaranth telling you you shouldn't have a Facebook page, there should be like a you must be this tall to ride this ride picture. If your cans aren't as big as hers, don't start an OnlyFans page. It's just not worth the $57 million. If you don't have tricks better than that one, start bartending, you know, prostitute, strip, do whatever it is if you've got no boundaries. But if you're not uh, amaranth hot, you are going to be a mental disaster by the time this is all over. So she's she's actually doing a public service to all the average women that think that they can just show their... Those days are over. Those cans were a great investment, actually, if you think Incredible. about it. No, 10, 15 grand, and yeah. actually that should work $56 million? $57 million Man. for her to, you know. And, I, and here's the other thing. Guys, why do you pay for that? I don't, I'll never understand paying to see nudity on the internet when it's just everywhere for nothing. Like, I just, I could never, I guess my financial advice, I guess Trajan Wealth taught me right. Like, there, <laughs> just don't throw your money at that. It's free everywhere. Is that one of Jeff Jr.'s tips? Jeff Jr.'s first tip when you walk in, hi, no don't go to OnlyFans, don't pay the ladies to get naked. Don't pay for free. your it's porn. so free. It's so incredibly free. Why are you paying for porn? The ads take care of it all. That chatterbait right up front with the top ten, the yeah. cardinal. Yeah, right, those are cardinal the, sins that is, investment. It's it's number one, and it's about ten pages, and then the other ones are like, you know, stay away from this now. Uh, it's the, the don't click on jerk made. Right, jerk made yeah. semen X doesn't work. Don't buy that. None of that stuff's real. <laughs> so yeah, that's I mean, Trajan will tell you. You get a good financial advisor in your corner, and they'll tell you like, what did you order a gross of semen X? You know that's a it's a scam. No, you can't grow four inches in five days. That's not a thing. Why did you send your money to that? And also, why are you paying all those spectacular? You can get reasonable uh, closeness on the Pornhub or the other sites that you choose, hamster, whatever you use. You can find giant boobs that are to your liking without paying. Now, the difference, as far as I understand, and I would not frequent uh, the OnlyFans because I find it strange, is that there's interaction. And I think that's something some people need. Like, that's the next door that opens. Is that I'm fine with the fourth wall being up like I'm watching a sitcom. I don't need her to talk to me. That is the last thing I need. Is you don't talk with Amaranth? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, I got one thing in mind when Amaranth is around. And then it's just going to get awkward when I've got a belly load and I'm just looking at her going, Well, <clears throat> I got some errands to run. I don't need to tell her. I'm Just leave. She's beautiful. She's worth $57 million because dudes have clunked that over to those beautiful cans. But unless you've got what she's got, I agree, don't sully the OnlyFans waters with your averageness. Be spectacular. Have a trick. There should be a gatekeeper 
for the internet. Basically, it's all just public access. At this point, anybody and everybody can put out something. There needs to be a gatekeeper, and I think if you don't have Anne Morant's uh, body shape, you should not be on it because you're wasting your time and you're becoming a mental mess. <laughs> OnlyFans is for the very talented, I think. And, and too, ma- yeah, too, many pe- <laughs> too many people are on there without any talent, if you know what I mean. And the kid runs in the background. Oh, yeah. Get out! There's a toilet in the shot. I'm like, come on, lady. I just spent $1.75 for that. There's a, a, a girl that uh, befriended someone who works here who tried to start an OnlyFans page. And I don't know how degrading or demeaning it is to start an OnlyFans page thinking I'm going to make a ton of money and then lower your prices from $7 to 3 They had a sale? Yeah. Was this like a Black Friday sale? <laughs> They're trying to get what? people in, and I'm like, man, 3 bucks? That's brutal. But Everything I'm, must come off yeah, her, yeah, her her membership fee dumped from 7 to 3 Now, we had a good fat laugh about that in the office when uh, she solicited our friend to say, will you please at least join? What if it's 3 bucks?" I'm like, man, get a job. $3 is... You're Two bucks or I'm out. You're not to me. I'll do maybe a buck, buck fifty, <laughs> to see your snoodle. <laughs> All right, dollar fifty. I mean that is that's that's nineteen forties prices. You used to have to give a whore three bits for. <laughs> All right, you see my snoodle for three dollars. I'll dust your bowl. All right, thanks. Thanks for using the lingo at the time. How about that Hoover? Right, I understand. President Hoover's not doing a very good job. Three dollars, huh? That's a lot. That's my whole week's salary. <laughs> well, this doesn't come cheap, baby. It's not like 80 years from now you're going to be throwing three bucks around to see a snoodle. Thank you. And she bites the coin to make sure it's real and leaves. <laughs> but, yeah, don't start an OnlyFans. If you're thinking about it, you have to be spectacular. You have to be spectacular. Otherwise, you're... you're Otherwise, you're, it's free. Yeah, out there, you're you're going to lose all your confidence. Like Anne Morant's... Made $57 million because, and now think about how she walks around like, God, I made $57 million just because people like looking at me. I can't imagine what that's got to feel like. That's got to be empowering. Now, if I got a check for twenty eight fifty on the weekend and said, I just busted my ass flashing my snoodle around for twenty eight fifty, your confidence and your feelings about yourself have to just go straight through the floor. Can you imagine? You can't even get like a meal. Ten new members, 30 bucks. You've been flopping that bean around for guys and $3 a pop and nobody's joining. It's detrimental to your mental health. Unless you're having a fire sale, then it's only $3 a person. I'm just saying. (laughs) If your checks aren't at least three figures, membership fees have to be $20. You have to hit a certain amount or just turn it off. Or like Anne Morant says, you have to have a a name going in. You can't build it. Like Bahad Baharbi. People wanted to see her naked before she did it. She went on OnlyFans, made a million dollars in like seven minutes. And just a ridiculous amount of money because people are like, I've wanted to see your cans for a while. If you're going to make me pay, that's fine. She, she had a built-in. It's like the old Playboy. When Drew Barrymore finally got naked, we were like, ah. And we were all disappointed. disappointed. Oh, it was wildly Ever. disappointing. Awful. But we all wanted to see it. Playboy used to do that. Halle Berry made $75,000 a can. To flash those things in that terrible movie, Swordfish. Swordfish, for like eight seconds. And then she went off and did Monsters Ball and got an Academy Award for it. We wanted to see those because she built us up for free. Anyway, 
Some guy said, didn't you guys used to have a co-worker that tried that? She was yep. hot. Was she the one charging three bucks? No. I was going to say, is that who we were talking no. about? And that wasn't Different. OnlyFans. Back no, then. that was just that was porn. Like, yeah. <laughs> she was just doing boring. 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 <laughs> Man. I almost clicked on Jerkmate at that time. I was like, all right, I'm bored. Yeah, I wanted to watch commercials, too. <laughs> Good Lord, what else does this channel have? Because the sex is ambient. <sighs> oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to watch Brady jerk off. Ching, 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 ching. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Anyway. Yeah, like Wayne says, if you have to have a scratch and dent OnlyFans sale, get off the site. Yes, exactly. We're lowering our prices. If you have to lower your prices, it's not for you. If you're not charging an astronomical amount, you don't see $57 million in your future real fast, just get off there and go get a job doing something else. You're not built for it. And Taco it's Tuesday. It's already bad enough that you're willing to try it, that you're mentally not exactly normal enough to try it. If you're not making money at it, get off of there. It's the whole purpose. If you're just doing it for because it's your passion, like teaching, you're crazy to begin with. So, Anne Morant is the standard. Can we all agree? I'm okay with that. Right. If you don't look like her, don't do it. Let's just whittle it down. And I tip my cap to anybody who's pretty enough to make $57 million for just standing there. God damn it. I'll never know the feeling of what it looks like to have people want to admire me visually. I'll never know it. Unless I'm on fire. <laughs> That's the only time I'll garner attention for how I look. I have got to be... Like I can Dude, make, you ought to just do a site yeah. where we can just stare at you. <laughs> it's, it's just... I would, um, 375 would be the biggest ripoff in the world if you wanted to watch me walk around naked. Oh, God. He should be paying us. <laughs> People would send money thinking that it's a guy who needs, like, cancer treatment. I'm like, I need some help. He must. That's why he's doing it. He's dying. So just keep in mind, Anne Morant is right. Uh, Rob Schneider's another one. that You can go stare at him, but you don't have to pay for that. We'll give you tickets to that. We'll tell you how you can win those next. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. And that's insane. Uh, so we're going to give Rob Schneider tickets away the easy way for you. We're just going to give you a phone number and you call it. Uh, ninth caller makes it easy on Brett. Ninth caller picking up the phone. Five eight five ninety eight hundred. You can go see. Uh, the guy making copies. He's a resident, I guess. He sort of lives out here. Rob Schneider uh, from Saturday Night Live fame. Uh, it's going to be over at Arizona Federal. If you want tickets to it, easy peasy, 585-9800. You do it if you're number nine. Simple as that. We're going to do a game. We've got idea of James Earl Jones' birthday. We'll put him in the squares later. James Earl Jones is 93 years old. Darth Vader is 93. And to that I say, brace yourselves, everyone. He ain't much. That's not much longer. We got Clint Eastwood. We got Jack Nicholson. We got Darth Vader. James Earl Jones is amazing. Mufasa. He's every generation has a James Earl Jones moment. Field of Dreams, Star Wars, Mufasa. Uh, if you're even old, he had the Requiem for a Heavyweight. He had his, his 60s movies. His, when I went to school, 
they showed the movie, um, was it called The K? Where he's, oh, I remember, remember that. that? And they, for what? Still don't know why they showed us oh, that. That was dumb. I trade you. And that was the thing. I will trade you two cows for your daughter. And that's all we got out of it was racism. All we got out of it was like island people traded cows for people. I will give you two. Two cows for your daughter. And a goat. <laughs> like, this is, this is the stupidest thing ever. And I still don't know why they showed us that movie in school. It was a man. You you were out of it by then. But it, yeah. Mandatory watch. The K. Is that what it was called? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Coming to America. Coming to America. I mean, think of it. He's, he's 93. So should, every year that we have him for a birthday, we should remind ourselves, hey, there's James Earl Jones. He's touched everybody who's still alive with something. That record room for a heavyweight's a great movie, too. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> this is like 1974, and they dressed yeah. him up like he was 1,000 back then. This is when he was 41 years old. I was just happy we didn't have to do anything in school that day. It was just like, all right, we'll watch this crap. But why? He had a cat. The cat go into the water. Oh, the oil in the water. <laughs> and we're all, all we did was just come up with a new accent to dick around with. That looks a little... He had some young boy. Yeah. Yeah, it was a... This weird old man and a cat. Was and he young a survivor boy. on a shipwreck? Yeah, they survived some shipwreck with the kid and the cat. And I remember zero about that movie, other than him. I just remember the accent and yeah. getting in trouble all the time. Cat go in the water, oily water. And everybody started like, stop it, John. And I'd be like, I'd get in trouble for doing James Earl Jones' voice when I was a kid. I give you. Was that the K where he took the two cows for the daughter? I think it I think was. So. Yeah. I give you two cows. For your daughter. Uh, and then the little boy went blind, right? When the young Philip is separated from his mother and found by a black man named Timothy and his cat, Stu Cat. Philip becomes blind and they all end up on an island. Was he driving? I don't remember how they got there. But. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe it wasn't. I don't think the K was the one with the, the, the two goat, yeah, ghosts of the daughter. Yeah, another was tribe a, or something was another on the thing. island. <laughs> and they showed us that one right around the same time. I'll give you two, two cows, two goats for your daughter. But it wasn't James Earl Jones, now that I'm thinking about it. There was no reason for any of that. Teacher just wanting to kill time. <laughs> it's the Bible. It. Damn it. Now I need to know that movie. Either way, happy birthday, James Earl Jones. Yeah, the K was a different one. That was the one where the little boy was blind, and then there's a scene where he's running down the beach, and he's blind, and he jumps over a fire. I'm like, hey, I don't know, what am I, I'm 11, and I figured this out. He shouldn't have. He should have run right through that. Goat Story, the movie. Damn it. What was the name of that movie that they, they were trading cows for people? And it was for marriage. Like, it was his dowry. We we're supposed to learn something out of that. I don't know what we learned, but I laughed for about four hours that you could trade a lady for a couple of cows. Some goats. I will give you four cows for your daughter. Well, that's 2004. Yeah, no, this was way better. This is a 70s movie. Again, it was just a teacher that wanted to kill time. And they want more Killer money. goats looks good. You want more money? Here's my suggestion. They're going to give teachers more money again. You want more money, teachers? I tell you how to do it. You quit and go teach at a private school or work at Bank of America because that's where the money is. Or just take more days off and show movies. Put it in your curriculum early in the year. Just go, it's movie day. Once a week, movie day. And take that day off. Killer goats was not it. I'm having the girls over later. Oh, so I'd watch this, though. There's butts in this. I still can't tell if this house is creepy or quaint. It's kind of caught. Every place is both creepy and quiet. All those girls are gorgeous. What movie is this? I wish they'd have shown this in school. Kill her goats. 
Yeah, my parents bought me this great place because they think I'll live here forever and they'll see me more often. The tubs were mad. All the tubs are dead and gone. And wow, it's like, it's like this beautiful it's girl that I'm going to see kill her goats. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> What is this? I don't know. I just I saw the movie as the other goats. I'm glad that. Well, this is what we learned from that that. hot diggity. Let's go back to it. She's about to get murdered in a thong. Oh yeah, boy shorts. Nice. I kill her goats. I don't know what it is, but I want to see it. Um, (laughs) I'm renting this tonight. (laughs) Tonight, we uh, we have a meeting in my office at 10:30. (laughs) It's a killer goats meeting. Yeah, well, whatever it is, that's what we got out of it. All right, I'm in. Johnny Lingo. It was called Johnny, Johnny Lingo. Johnny Lingo. That's right. Thank you, Michael Gunn. Why did we watch Johnny Lingo? Ooh. Oh, there's so much nudity in Killer Goats. Kill her goats, not killer goats. And it's just, it looks to be like a bunch of farm goats killing a bunch of hot models. Which is reasonable to think could happen, I suppose. I mean, especially the way that I'm seeing the trailer. This is the sexiest thing I've ever looked at. Wow. And man, check that one. I'll put that on your list, yeah, everybody. Yeah, no kidding. Kill her A goats. year ago today, it came out. Maybe. They say it's a Mormon movie, Johnny Lingo. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so it's in the <clears throat> South Pacific, maybe? I don't, I don't remember. I, just, I, I got it confused with the K. But if, yeah, Johnny Lingo... <laughs> Brett's still looking up Killer Goats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got a, you got a thing. Look at this. Oh, Can man. you just get it on uh, uh, Amazon? Uh, yeah, Prime Video. There it is. Nice. Already paid for it. Hot. Oh, Playmate of the Year. Danny Mathers was in there. They still have those? I guess. I'll find out. All right. When I watch it tonight. Anyway, rent Johnny Lingo and it'll lead you right to Kill Her Goats. These are just Playmates? I guess. And some dude dressed as Mastodon. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. What a movie. Yeah, that's that's an OnlyFans page. Sign me up. Anyway, sorry. I, I, all I wanted to do was give away Rob Schneider tickets here. Now we've got Playmates and Johnny Lingo <laughs> and James Earl Jones. It's go. time. We kill her goats. Yeah, she's a star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Killer goats it is. That's the dream. If you build it, they will come. If you watch Kill Her Goats, you will come. <laughs> to the movies, I say. Uh, it's 8.59. Yeah, Rob Schneider tickets. That's what I wanted to do here. Got a little oh, off. Yeah, I forgot about that's that. That's the old ADD working and uh, working itself crazy. And Johnny Lingo, which I may have to watch again. Still, if you're a teacher from the 80s and 90s, please explain Johnny Lingo and why we had to watch that. Still don't get it. Like teaching us about island life? Never made sense. That's how it used to work in the world when you had a couple of cows and you could get vagina for it. Now, I'm covered in chalk stains and I smell like coffee and no ladies want anything to do with me because they don't have any cattle. I don't think that's it, Mr. Ryden. I think it's the hair on your nose and that terrible short sleeve button-up shirt you're wearing. Ah, it's the cows. You don't know. You'll grow up without cows, too. Be a lonely man like me. I still don't know why we watched Johnny Lingo. Or the K. Man, they wasted a lot of our time in school. Let's gotta watch Kill Her Goats. I was <laughs> I was one of the few people that figured that out early in life. This is a babysitting mechanism. There's no reason for this after a certain age. You guys are just I'm I'm not legally allowed to wander around yet. You have to keep me here till I'm eighteen. Let's watch a movie. What do you say? So you're babysitters. You want extra money. Get the f- off my lawn. 
Uh, we got that. Rob Schneider tickets. Uh, eight, uh, 585 oh, yeah. 9800. Ninth caller. We'll give those away. Happy birthday, James, Earl, James Earl Jones. It's 98. Sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. You know, I'm considering calling Lerner and Row. Let's get an accent. Call in Lerner and Row. The uh, yeah, I didn't realize that my uh, Mesa public school system was doing a little Mormon end around on me with Johnny Lingo. I'm asking the question way too late in time, but all these guys that are firing over the info on Johnny Lingo, which, by the way, Kyle Pierce remembered a line from it, which Mahana was the girl on it. And, uh, Mahana, you ugly. Nobody give any cows for you. And he said that when I see an ugly girl, I still say it. So that's what he learned from Johnny Lingo. Johnny Lingo was a uh, movie produced by Brigham Young University. Brady just looked up the facts on it, too. Not specifically by the Mormon church, but... uh, some dude from BYU did that, and they started to show it in our public schools, Brett, in Mesa. Yeah. And that was when Mesa was Gilbert. Before Gilbert was Gilbert, Mesa was Gilbert. Well, all the Mormons lived in Mesa. I'm sure Brady got to watch it. It's probably a requirement to move into Gilbert <laughs> Right, nowadays. you probably have it with no, I got, I got your gift basket. I got to watch it today. <laughs> it's, and it's only 30 minutes long, yeah. you said. But it's a it, movie that kind of... Says uh, it doesn't mention the Church of uh, Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints outside of the credits. No, and they're also the hiding behind the inferiority of women, like as the the men are in charge, and like it's something. It's an indoctrination movie that they shouldn't have shown in school, featuring mostly local LDS church members in the film. It's a Mormon movie for, and they're trying to get their point across in thirty minutes. That's why they were showing it over there at Roosevelt Elementary. We watched it at Christmas. It was a Mesa requirement to watch Johnny Lingo, which was trading broads for cattle. <laughs> that shouldn't be something they teach kids. There was a BYU motion picture studio in yeah. the 60s. How that about that? This director, Wetzel Whitaker Great of the Johnny Judge. Lingo. Great name. So Johnny Lingo was nothing more than a mouthpiece for the Mormon church to make you feel like, you know, you learned something. I didn't, well, it's a complete failure because I'm finding out way too late that it was done by Mormons about Mormons for Mormons. And it didn't work. Buy Mormons for Mormons. <laughs> you buy Mormons for cows. That Mormon broad's worth about three cows, Johnny Lingo. Says the message behind it was that the girl he wanted to marry was skinny and apparently in the Polynesian culture that's frowned upon. Johnny Lingo was the heartthrob of the island. Also had some uh, nice riches behind a lot of cows. I'm moving. You got to marry a pig to be there? The more no. cows he gave to <laughs> the king, the more, cows, the more cows he gave to the king determined the value of the women or woman to the man. So uh, if I remember correctly, he purchased her for eight cows, which was unheard of because she was a stick figure. Uh, he said, it's been about 25 years since I saw it, too, at the Mormon Youth Conference when I was 14. So I guess it's a self-worth movie. So wait a minute. What would your case be to take to Lerner and Rowe? That they uh, showed uh, separation of church and state. That's oh, what okay. I'm going to start with. Right. I'm going to start right there. Right. God damn it. <laughs> start Kevin there the and it snowballs Public schools and then they, yeah, the next thing you know you got uh, Father Dale wandering around unfettered through Dobson High School doing whatever he wants because they didn't let and I would complain about that as well. Talk about separation of church. My biggest thing is in Mesa every high school across the street is a rectory. Well they seminary. do that. Yeah they do that to keep them off Don't the do campus. it in any other state. I know. It seems that way right. 
<laughs> he said, uh, John, if you hadn't seen that movie, Brett, you too, you would have had a completely different answer for that guy with the trans girlfriend who emailed you this morning. The indoctrination runs deep. You have a case. It's true. Wow. It's part of my answers and what would Brady do a lot of times when I disagree with Brady is just trade more cows. Why do I say that? Well, Mesa Public Schools, I'm on to you now. Are they still? They're not showing it still. It doesn't apply today. No, probably but Gilbert. The cattle trade of ladies. It goes, probably it goes deeper. The film was uh, financed by Utah-based Tahitian Noni International, which is also known as Mor- Morinda, a multi-level marketing company How based in American Fort, this? Utah, that sells Noni juice. What? That's the Noni Oh, juice. yeah, the Noni or Noni. <laughs> Were my teachers getting f- kickbacks from the Mormons and the Tahitian Nonis <laughs> to show us that movie? Must have been. You, you pieces of s***. That's your argument right there. You want more of my tax money to pay for your ass? No. Get a job at night bartending. (laughs) They won't work. Yeah, the Oregon Butchers hiring. (laughs) They're hiring. I don't want to hear it, teachers. (laughs) You're taking kickbacks. You're crooked. Every one of you. I'll trade you three cows for that movie. No more. Yeah, that's right. I remember Johnny Lingo took the ugly lady. Eight cows for Mahana? She's ugly. And then we would laugh, like, this is about judging ladies on their looks. I get it. And that Johnny Lingo, as rich as he was, had terrible taste. He could have had any of the beautiful, fat Polynesian ladies on the island, but he chose the, the gross one. It didn't eat much. I don't blame him. Smart That's guy. the smart move. You yeah. go with the skinny one. No kidding. She was fit. It also indoctrinated everybody in my class to become fat in their 40s, because they, they did. America. I'll blame Johnny Lingo. Anyway, uh, it's time for, uh, well, we got to get Rock Wars. I won last week, correct? Yes. Correct. Holy smokes. Uh, I, You know, thinking about this, uh, maybe I don't want to go that way. I'm not going to jinx it. I was going to have a James Earl Jones funeral thing, but not, not going to. No, do don't it. jinx it. I don't want to do it on his birthday. I can't do it. Yeah, I don't want to jinx Star it. Star Wars him. nerds are going to yeah. crucify you. I want him to live forever. Forever. That can't be. Uh, I, I think better we just go back to the story earlier this morning. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> you want to think about this? I might say I'm going to think. I got two on deck. I don't like either of them. I'm going to go for another. I'm going to get a different one. I'll get one together. All right, I'll have the announcement of what we do next. That's a. It might be this one, but I'm hemming and hawing over the answers. That dude kind of has to tell his kids that their new stepmom has a inverted wiener. If you weren't listening earlier this morning, one of uh, one of yours listeners is dating a trans post-op. He's got to tell his kids about it. He's about to go serious. He's about to make it official. It's currently on Facebook. It's complicated. But he's hoping it says in a relationship. Somebody just broke a light bulb. Uh, it's 922. Well, man, we'll figure this out. I'll get something in there. That might be it. Uh, we got Rock Wars coming up in moments. It's 98. All this morning sickness. I hear the words you say sometimes. I mean, who talks like that? 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. All right. My Rock Wars topic is going down that way. I, we're, we're, dude looks like a lady isn't even the angle I want to go. But the listener who needed help uh, trying to figure it out, dating his coworker who used to be a guy but is now a girl and he fell in love and he told us about it, which was a mistake in the first place, but he kind of went down that road. I'm not allowed to use his name. But he's got to break it to his teen boys that their new mama, (laughs) 
understands what's going on with their towels. Uh, so I want something to like cushion the blow, not so much to make fun of it, but like here's a here's a song that'll help explain your new mother. As this guy drags this former man, now girl, into the lives of two teen boys. Because that's the next step now that they've made it official. A theme song for the introduction of your new mom. Stepmom. And there's one subtle difference between her and your real mom. She's not a bitch. <laughs> Let me know naturally. Uh, you guys tell us what you what you want to hear. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text over 97936, no, uh, or you can call 585-9800 if you got any suggestions. Rock Wars coming up in just moments. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98 It's time. For the weekly battle of musical supremacy known only as Rock Wars. Brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn, 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, loans from $10 to over $100,000. Ooh. Easy stuff. And the entire process only takes several minutes. I don't have it in front of me again. Mo Money Pawn. Damn, Larry. 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, thanks. It's Byron special coming up here still. Birthday special. And that dude celebrates all year yep. long. Another trip around the Byron. Uh, the theme this week, how to break it to that guy's kids. Uh, a guy emailed us earlier this morning and says that he's fallen in love with a co-worker who is a man, but now has been uh, converted. It's like a conversion van. Has been moved into a different thing, so... What used to hang out is we used to have an Audi, now has an Innie. And he's like, uh, he's in love. He mentioned that there's love involved. The sex is great. He fell for her and uh, still has some stigma attached to it and has two teenage boys, that young teenage boys, that he wants to break the news to before this goes official. Now, we don't know whether or not everyone at work knows the co-worker used to be a thing, but I would assume so that, it, you know, he knew. So, I mean, beforehand he knew. So maybe. So there is going to be this whole transitional transition with the person transitioning. That's going to make it tough for you. But the kids are going to find out. And dude looks like a lady's low-hanging fruit, so yeah. that's immediately out. Metallica, Slayer, all that. But how do you break the news to the kids? Uh, you do it with a song in the background, a little helper. Uh, Brady, what would you choose for this theme? Help the man. It's, tough. it's a tough uh, story to tell the boys, but I would, I'd tell them, uh, I'm your dad. I'm a man. <laughs> This thing just happened. Sometimes you can't control everything. I just want to let you know nothing's changed about me. I just fell in love. Oh. And I went with Lola from Kinks. Yeah. It's the story of Lola. Lola's still got a wiener, though. I'm Lola got a Oh, yeah. I think Lola has an erection in the middle of the song. But did he go through with it? Did, Davies, when, uh, did Mr. Davies go through with it and bone Lola? And the one course he says, well, I'm not the world's most passionate guy, but when I looked in her eyes, well, I almost fell for my Lola. Well delivered. Lola. Lola's about a dude. She nearly broke my spine. Yeah. It's a big girl. It's a big girl, and you allowed her in. Do you know how I knew it was a girl? When my ass was hurting. <laughs> Walk like a woman, talk like a man. I don't think you're a girl at all. My spine hurts from that. Is that your finger? Or is that a tree stick? What do we got going on back there? 
Brett. All right. Well, break this, the news to the kids. This guy doesn't. This guy doesn't know where he's going with it because he he has to ask us if it's okay, and I I don't think he knows where he's at sexually. Yes. So I mean, in this song, there's call me a butt loving f packer. Uh, <laughs> But I don't care because it's That's straight and straight edge. Uh, that makes me want to drink a beer and be a pansy. Uh, the song is I Want to Be a Homosexual by <laughs> Screeching Weasel. <laughs> How did you find this? <laughs> First time we're here, it's all punk rock. Yeah. Kids, I need to sit you down and talk. <laughs> Why are you playing this, Dad? Just listen to your father. Well, that Delilah, my co-worker, now, used to be and I, Dave. Yeah. Brent and I went to the Punk Rock Museum. I don't remember the screeching weasel display. <laughs> I want to be a homosexual. Yes. Well, the kids will understand that. Mine is definitely going to be more the kids' language. Brady, I don't know that the children... <laughs> <laughs> the children are going to relate so much Just to the visual. Larry Davies and the Kinks <laughs> message. Dad's love. 65 years old. Brett, I'm uh, not sure. This is a punk rebellion movement. The kids have their is. The kids have their moments, and you need to speak their language. And you say, kids, sit out. You're going to notice a lot more West Noyle in the kitchen, and that's because Daddy likes it wet. Uh, cue it up. There's going to be some hoes in this house. And that's your new mother. But didn't she used to have it? No. Beat it up, baby, catch a charge. And he and tells them he's like into some wet. Some wet ass. We don't know this house. Well, that's why the Western oil comes into play. He tries to man up a little bit. Tells him he's into the wet ass. And then says, oh, by the way, she used to have a penis, but it's inside now. What did you say? They'll be dancing. They love this song. Because he has to make it back. So it just don't. He said it was a little garage this morning. Are we going to do a lot more deep frying? You just leave that Western oil alone. That's daddy. The one marked daddy? <laughs> the one, the ones use. that have daddy and Delilah's name on it. You just don't touch those. No deep frying in the house. That's for daddy and other daddy. You do like Delilah. That's good. <laughs> Delilah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, kids. <laughs> Hi, D. Hi, Mom. I'd love it if you called me Mom. <laughs> Can yeah. I call you D? Yeah. No. I got rid of my D name. <laughs> anyway. Who wins? Will it be uh, Brady? With Lola from 1926's Kink's uh, Smash Success uh, Phonograph album. Uh, will it be Brett's punk rock song from the w- Little Rascals? Screeching Weasels. The name is uh, I Want to Be a Homosexual. Apparently we got a Brady fan already going, get that dub, Brady. <laughs> going for the dub. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, WAP by Cardi B because daddy's going to pour a lot of oil on that new fella that you call mom. John, wouldn't that be... W A Wesson ass. Uh-uh. Wet ass ass. No, it's Wesson ass. That's what he's going after. It doesn't naturally lubricate, so daddy needs that shelf unfettered. Uh, you help us out. I would convince them that it's... I wouldn't tell them anything about her past. Not a not a peep to those kids. I vote for Sheb Woolley. I don't know what that means. Oh. Purple people eater. <laughs> I don't know. If you want to vote, uh, Holmberg at 98kupd.com, vote for one of us. You can go to text 97936, text the word wars. You can go to Facebook and do all that stuff. Uh, we'll find out who wins next. It's 98kupd. Holmberg's morning sickness. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98kupd.
Holmberg's morning sickness. And the votes are flying in for today's Rock Wars. The theme to help one of our listeners break the news to his kids that the woman he's dating used to be a fella. It's a modern problem. Lots of choices. Rainbow Connection was my other one. (laughs) That's not bad. You're going to start seeing a lot more of these around the house, kids. Why, Dad? But I chose uh, Cardi B's WAP. WAP. Not WAP. WAP. I think I chose the WAP. You didn't choose me. Look at him. Not WAP. You didn't choose me. There's one thing kids understand, and that is uh, being distracted by dancing and Cardi B's fat ass. So maybe the dad told him, maybe he didn't, whether it goes through or not. That's a good distraction. And plus, he's talking about that wet ass. <laughs> it's one Grammys. I looked for a song about bottoming out, but I couldn't yeah, find I one. Find uh, Brett chose the Little Rascal song, uh, that's My Weasel. What was it called? I want to be, be homosexual. homosexual by the screeching weasel. weasel. The Screeching Weasels. And Brady chose the Kinks, Lola. Uh, I had eight votes, and I got real excited because I thought for sure the next one was mine. Uh, but it said, uh, I'm the wrench-turning wop for the win. And I'm like, ah, that's, wait a minute, that's not <laughs> WAP. And I had already written it, so that went over to Brett. Brett won it 12 to 8 to 1 over me and then Brady. Uh, and the votes just kept flying in there. And that's you, the wrench turning. One. This wow. one says, uh, do you think that uh, dad would say, I'm going to show you guys something and then whip out his new friend's honey hole to go, look at this. It's because it's science. It's not sex. Uh, yeah, this one says, I'm going for the wet ass person. That wop gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Said that dude who paid to get his penis professionally mutilated is still not nearly as insane as every female I've ever met. So it's not that big a deal. Uh, that's true. So this is a Gen Z member. I confirm your mindset of distracting dancing uh, of Cardi B. It will work. Uh, we're just shallow. So WAP gets my vote. I want to hear it. Uh, this one says the Mormons. Oh, wait. No, that's a different one. I can't vote for you, John. That song can barely be played. Pop, pop song. Couldn't be more boring if he tried. So I'm voting for Brett. Uh, this guy says, tell the boys that if and when you find a friend you love. He's got all the same interest as you, and he's willing to turn his penis inside out and get some fake hands for you to play with and give you D whenever you want it and take it whenever you need it. You marry that man. End of story. I, t- I, can't, I have a hard time disagreeing with that. Brady, I know how lonely you've been. So I turned my penis inside out. I had a makeshift vagina and two gigantic cans, and they're all home in dedicated. Me. All for you. Now that's a good friend. Uh. If you went to Petrus's doctor, then hey. Oh, it's true. She was another one I was going to do unholy with Sam Smith. This reminds me of your your new mother, and I'm kind of the Sam Smith in this. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. It's all, what do you got over there on the Facebook and the texties? Right now, three votes separate Brett and Brady. On oh text. my goodness, Lola making a run on the text, and then Facebook is the other thing. We didn't put Facebook. Oh, okay. So we got uh, final got one call. Through five. Okay, what are they? You got text, final call, email, John Gordon, and best of five. Uh, let's load up the phones then, 585-9800, just in case. John, pick a number between 1 and 5. Number 3. Number 3 is the email, which went to Brett. We are going to hear the little weasel. Yes. I want to be a homosexual. <laughs> Should I pull up the words for you? Yeah, do I have to beep? <laughs> you might. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess the uh, the one line you gave was... All right, I'm going to skip it ahead. He says there's a minute intro. Oh, I'm well, I mean, you can go a little bit before that, but it's okay. but that was just to get to the chorus. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, so it's the little rascals. I want to be a homosexual. If you're interested, in wait for the words to pop up. Rich, Jesus, we're going to die on well, a vine. I was trying here. to find it. I didn't know you had me bought it. Oh yeah, careful there, kid. And you give me those words uh, on the big it. screen. On. Congratulations, Brett. Good one. Thank you. The wop beat the wap. <laughs> have to do it. All right, lyrics are up. Are you ready, Richard? Yes. I got a little lisp. I've been working on my limp wrist. Women are a drag. I think I... Oh, we can't say any of that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Mincing ninny fairy. That's why I said I'll pull up the lyrics. Fairy little queen. Bruce LaBruce wet dream. Oh, you can't play any of this. Nancy boy? Well, that's not a big deal. Better <laughs> get them ninja fingers ready. <laughs> you worried about Nancy boy? Are you reading the rest of this? <laughs> oh, it gets worse. It does? Uh, Go scroll down. All right. Shock the middle That's disqualified. Take it up, your punk rock. You can't disqualify for lyrics. <laughs> yes, you Wap. can. Wap has yeah. edited it. That's an no. Emmy win- That's a Grammy winning yeah, song. Not version of this. Going to have an EGOT. Okay. No, I can't. I can't read any of this. All right, I'll take the win with the no play then. All right, win and a no play. <laughs> Listen to it at home, Brett's yes. horribly bigoted, awful song. <laughs> He's got the, the homo F word in it a bunch. Good Lord, man. Wow. <laughs> <He just> laughed. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, my God. Wow. All right, I'm done. I don't want to know about this one. That's enough of Brett's song. <laughs> no play win. In the middle of it, they break into a Nair commercial. Yeah. Congratulations, Brett. You're the champion today. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Go with something else. Somebody else do that at home. That's for home use only. <laughs> That's a fact. Oops, I goofed. Uh, so, yeah, so congratulations. Brett's our winner this week with that horrible thing. I don't stand by that at all. And if you listen to it at home and you get mad, it's your own fault. Look up the lyrics first. Uh, do you guys know my videos I play? I so know, you I should know. be expecting it. You're extreme. <laughs> uh, it is time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends over at uh, reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And if you want to head on over there, uh, the memberships uh, are flying out the door. Everybody's thinking about what's going on. Talked to a guy yesterday. He's like, I think something's a coming. Oh, we're about to have some sort of election year rage. And I'm like, uh-oh, I didn't think of that. Election year goofiness. We're in it. It's just beginning. So uh, there's going to be some of that. You thought it was tense four years ago. Good Lord, maybe this year gets goofier as we fight old men for the championship. Uh, you don't want to be out there in the middle of some guy's political nonsense rage or have your own. You want to be able to de-escalate your own problems. Understand how the world works. When things start getting heated, the best thing you can do, ooh, walk away. That deal that we had going on over at that drive-thru, yeah. uh, where a guy got shot, started with one dude walking up to another dude who he said was insulting him. And then walking back to the car to get his gun while well, the guy in the car got a gun and everybody had guns and that's what you don't want. De-escalation is the best form of self-defense. Sure, you can be in great shape. You can learn to fight and do all that other stuff. They teach you that at React Defense, uh, how to get out of it. The best method is to never get involved in nonsense. Sometimes it's inevitable. That's the rare ones. Most of the time, you're walking into the fire. They'll teach you all that stuff. The memberships are unbelievable. It is uh, basically, uh, you know, private training. You're going to be getting a private trainer publicly. You're going to have a group of people getting one-on-one training at any individual time. It's an amazing thing that they do, and the price that they charge, uh, it would be $1,000 a week 
at any of these gyms that rob you with private uh, instruction. It's amazing what you get. The price is unbeatable, and the options are endless, not to mention some of their seminars that are coming up here, especially the women's self-defense one in April. So hop on in there, check it out, and make the choice to be a better version of yourself. Sheepdog, that's what we're waiting on. And get rid of all these sheep, and those bad guys won't have anybody to pick on. Uh, it's reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. A copy of The Amazing Spider-Man, number one, from March of 1963, was auctioned for a record-breaking $1.38 million. It's the feature that's uh, Spider-Man's first encounter with the Fantastic Four. One of only two copies to receive a grading of near mint, wow. uh, 9.8. Um the comic book, which was released only seven months after the character's debut, Amazing Fantasy number 15, was also auctioned off. Uh, and that got th- that particular Spider-Man number one sold back in July of 2023 for $520,000. Wow. Comic books. What's the more expensive one? Is it Spider-Man or Superman? Well, one? Superman number one, that sold for $2.34 million. Okay. And then... A 1942's All-Star Comics number eight, which is the first appearance of Wonder Woman, sold for 1.5 mil. Doesn't Todd McFarlane own a lot of those top ones? I'm sure he does. Yep. Remember that dude we did on Caliendo's podcast that was the Batman man. guy, the old guy, and he got mad because he was supposed to just give us a minute synopsis of what he used to do, and it, and about 30 minutes into it, Frank's just like, what are you doing? And <laughs> you started getting mad at him because the guy wouldn't shut up about old Batman. Yeah, Frank killed him because he died a week later. He did? It was like... Pretty soon. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Frank yelled at him. <laughs> well, the old man wouldn't be quiet. It was like, you're not being interesting. Well, you well, asked me for information. I'm like, shut up. For a guy who wrote comic books, he oh, wasn't very concise. Nothing about him that was quick or... Inter- yeah, well, I hate to speak ill of the dead, but that guy was a drag. <laughs> yeah, but he had a lot of insight on the first Batman not actually being the first Batman because it was the red-caped thing. Right. It was really interesting, but he took forever to tell us about it. Jason Priestley says he used to be a roommate with Brad Pitt in the late 80s. They had a third roommate, but they uh, briefly lived together um, in a real crappy part of L.A. Jason says they used to play a game to see who could go the longest without showering, and Brad Pitt always won. He says he remembers three things. that they, They lived on ramen noodles, generic beer, Marlboro Lights, because they were broke. Also... You're so good looking, you don't even need to shower. He still does it. Yeah, he doesn't. Every one of the wives of any anyone out there listening currently in this room, anything else, if Brad Pitt, after a week of no showering, even wiping, just no maintenance whatsoever, and he still wanted to bone Ronnie, Lisa, Megan, Matthias, Jacqueline, they're all doing it. They're all going to dirty up on the pit. So would I for, for that matter. I would tell you. You know, Brad Pitt came by, said he hadn't showered for two weeks, and he asked me to blow him, and I did it. <laughs> really? It's Brad Pitt. I understand. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't because he's beautiful. The guy's a lot. Ed O'Neill told a story back before he was an actor. He was signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1969. Unfortunately, he got cut during training camp. Since Ed was unsure what to do next, he uh, reconnected with an old friend named Jim or offered him a job in organized crime. <laughs> it was in Youngstown. 
he told him, he's like, I just need you to, uh, you know, rough up a couple of guys, do this, collect some money. You could make some good money doing this. His dad talked him out of it, asked him if, if uh, I don't think you could do it. Can you handle spending time in prison? Because you will spend some time in jail. It's better than being married to Peck. I loved his story. It was uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers talk about Ed O'Neill being on the team all the time. And I'm like, hey, really? you're the guys who cut him. He wasn't actually on the team. Could have been somebody, Peck. The big news about Coachella is no doubt is reuniting. Yay. <laughs> Going after the money. You knew that was coming eventually. Can we reunite uh, Gwen with her old face? Because the new one makes me think of Madam. <laughs> the two weekends for Coachella is April 12th and April 19th. I have zero desire to ever go to Coachella. It ever? just seems yeah. miserable. It used to be something, and now it's just a corporate insanity of let's see how many people we can pile in the same spot and say success. It does feel it's too much. I have I, I used to think, man, that would be fun back when it was kind of somewhat organic, but man, now it's now it's corporate Woodstock. It's corporate Woodstock, and it's and it's completely designed on being annoyingly large. Like you can't enjoy that. You're hundreds of uh, you know, miles from the stage, you're, you're forever away, and then you got a second stage. You got to wander around, and all those people on Molly. And the corporate part of it is they buy the expensive packages to get the real experience. Well, they have the different tents that cost you. Boatload yeah, of money. yeah. There's right. all it's sorts of levels. It's like Burning Man. It's all corporate stuff now, and everybody acts like that's still a thing. It's like, no, I loved watching the Burning Man disaster last year, hitchhiking out of those mud piles. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Uh, anyway, well, that's it for us. We're done. Now, people say new rules for Rock Wars. You should have to sing your own song. <laughs> look at how miserable that looks. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't oh, look fun man. at all. It's too many people. Yeah, I'm too old for that. And I'm, I'm, I don't think anybody's of age to be in that kind of pile of... And it's just for music? That's insane how many... I've never seen an overhead shot like that there. Yeah, yeah no that thanks. Huge. That doesn't seem fun at all. I saw one with Paul McCartney did a concert in Rio. I forget. And they had one. Uh, what was that rock concert down there in Brazil where people Rod were Stewart. literally that a, rock, no, rock no, in Rio? That has the rock in Rio. They were yeah. literally a mile and a half away from the stage. Yeah, they said it was two million. It's can you still hear it? No, it was bad enough they, at State Farm Stadium watching Guns N' Roses being on the wrong side of that. The repeaters oh, didn't get to you. Metallica four years ago was awful. Metallica was bouncing all over the place. Not the last one. No, the, no, the last one, one, the one yeah. before that. Anyway, yeah, that doesn't look fun at all. Uh, Larry's coming up next. You can meet him and his, his new, maybe his new lady. Miss, did Mrs. Spitler send over some photos? <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Spitler. Anything Mrs. Spitler. She's interested in dating Larry. <laughs> And with a name like Spitler, what can go wrong with our little Jewish friend Larry? I've always wanted to connect Larry with a Spitler. <laughs> <laughs> and her friend the Spallower might show up as well. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it. Larry's coming up next. Be nice to him if you want to date him. Uh, email him or call him. That's easy enough to do. Uh, we're done. We will catch you guys tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 